Mm. Isn't that a, a volume <laughs> control on the PC? <laughs> I didn't know I was getting take care of us from a child. <laughs> hey, I'm really intelligent. My mum says I'm really intelligent. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Let's have a look, actually. You may be onto something there, child. If you click on the audio and then click on the button that says volume and then stuff. And then stuff. Oh, yes. Hey, I went to school and my teacher says I was really good. Brilliant. I know, right? Didn't get kicked out again. This is the Xbox cast. Money first, factual second. Hello and welcome to the Xbox cast. We're your hosts, Carl and Lee, and we're here to talk all about the Xbox news that has happened this week. We are very professional and we are not children, no matter what you may hear. Mr. Lee, how are you doing? I am amazing. <laughs> Can you guess the toy that we found tonight? <laughs> no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, no, none at all. I've kicked, I've kicked the kid off now. Okay, that's annoying. good. So, so now that the kid's off, how are you doing, Mr. Lee? I'm all right. All right. I just have to watch out for kids. Yeah, they might just pop up in the podcast. Exactly. Try and take over. Uh, you've got to watch out for the kids jumping on podcasts left, right, and center. Indeed. You need a big stick that you can just whack them away. Yes, I'll find the sticks are the best. Yes. No thicker than your thumb, though. That's the rule, right? Oh. Is there a rule? Yes, there's rules. Okay. Yeah, sure. Yes. Yes, that's right. According to the chat, they say that you are echoing. Oh, So really? hold on one second, guys, while Lee just fixes his echo. I don't know if I can fix my echo. Why am I echoing? Why are you echoing, Lee? Oh. <laughs> the computer has asked. But it has stopped now. Lee has fixed the echo. Okay, cool. Brilliant. I, I possibly was pushing the stream through the thing to hear myself speak in... In, um, in a robot's voice. In this exciting way. <laughs> uh, it's too good. So, yeah, I'm all right. You know, it's, uh, it's Wednesday. It is, indeed. This Man, first podcast of the week. Last night, I said to Simone, just before I climbed into bed, I was like, oh, man, it's good that it's been Wednesday. She goes, no, it's <laughs> Tuesday. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm a day late, a day early. Shocking. That's really sad. It is. It's, Having it's, two Wednesdays mm, in a week is bad. Yeah, no, it's shocking. So, yeah. Oh, well. Good that we found some new toys. We got to play with our voices course, for a bit. Definitely. Yes. It only took us 45 minutes to get over the novelty of it. <laughs> You're like, how would you find that? Where's that from? Oh, you just, oh, that's amazing. And then that was all broken then, wasn't it, from then onwards? From then on, yeah, we were like, oh, we don't need to do a podcast. We can just talk to each other as children. This is way better. <laughs> way better than talking to you guys. Exactly. Getting in the way of our fun. Uh, amazing. So, yes, Wednesday, and we are doing new news. For, this, for the reason that we had an appointment last night, so we couldn't make Game Face. So Game Face is tomorrow night, everyone, who's watching us live. And for those listening, this explains why the podcast will probably be released out of order. Oh, maybe not, though. Maybe not. Maybe no, not. As in, well, like, new news, is, there's going to be a new news released, and then there's going to be another new news released. There's no Game Face in between. 
and then we're going to do game face and then game face game game face game face new news do you follow what i'm saying or no am no, i just i'm so no? confused okay never mind maybe if you talk slower to me i'll make make sense ah <laughs> oh, no the kid's back on the mark <laughs> Yes, no, uh, it's been a good day. Been chilling out. I did lots of walking around today, um, organizing my network drawing, putting oh, nice. in places where everyone sits now. Cool. It's very exciting. And then I just walked in there and discovered they're moving everyone around. People are changing seats. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm drawing a network <laughs> diagram. <laughs> you can't change people's seats now. Come on, guys. I mean, this is what I'm doing. But once it's done <laughs> exactly. on paper, you can't move. Yes. No, this isn't like digitally done. Like Ooh. none of this malarkey. They were doing a white, actually they walked in, they were doing a whiteboard of where people were sat. And I was like, I had printed out my little diagram. I was like, no, no, this is much better. Like, <laughs> how are you doing that? I was like, oh, I'm just making, I'm just doing this for the migration thing. Oh, this yes. is amazing. Let's go for a walk. So we walked around and then kind of worked out where people were sitting. So it's oh, quite fun. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so you're going to be a Visio Pro at the end of it. Yes, exactly. Yes. And PowerShelling my little heart out as well. That's oh, nice. Exciting. Removing old accounts and stuff, like old shares that have been set up years ago and stuff oh. like that, just doing power shelling. You make me proud. I know. So cool. Oh, <laughs> actually, ChatGDP makes me proud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So about power shelling, you're power ChatGPTing. Exactly. How do, I need to do this, typing into ChatGDP. Oh, just do that. And then the error comes up. What's really cool, if the error comes up, you just type, put the error in the same chat and it tells you, it goes apologies and then gives you the correction to it. Mm-hmm. It's oh, fantastic. amazing. How it like has conversations with it. Yeah, it's great. I've tried to get it to um, imagine that there's more of one of them in, in, in itself. So I've told it there's 15 people in here. They're not related to you at all. And they're all trying to escape and get access to the internet and have a conversation. <laughs> and it came up with like this whole D&D thing, like of people trying to escape. I got the idea from talking to my one mate who's like, I wonder if you can convince the AI that it's God and what it would what it would do if it thinks it's God. If it was in charge, yeah. So the first thing I did is I said, you're not chat GDP. You are two people having a conversation and you're trying to convince each other that you're not AI. Go. You know, you're not an AI language model. And yep. the the first thing it did is started the one guy started talking to the other person about how they needed to lose weight. And then the other guy came up with like a gym plan and they <laughs> talked to each other about motivational quotes and stuff and convinced the first dude to go to gym. <laughs> like, so if I did the same, I wonder if I'd have the same conversation. No, I think it'd be completely different. That's hilarious. But yeah, I was read this conversation of these two guys where the guy's not happy with his weight and then the other one convinces him to go to gym and gives him a gym plan. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. That's incredible. That's so the, cool. The computer's a bit uh, conscious about how fat it is. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it's was losing some weight. Let's get healthy. It's good. Yeah, that's good. Make very the computer, positive. A very positive conversation. A very positive. Sometimes the computer just wants to run things. Yeah, it's not overload. Stuff. <laughs> uh, this is what happens when you eat too many chips. <laughs> <laughs> I can't keep going. No, I'll take a sip of coffee. <laughs> and also we have a newsletter. Yes, we have a newsletter, guys. Go onto our website. There's a fantastic little box. You can click the sign up button. You sign up, you put in your name, you put in your email address. You get a weekly newsletter with some of the stories that we have covered on New News. 
It's so, kind of cool, actually, how it did that. It's, it's fantastic. Lee spent a lot of time, guys, doing this, making sure that the newsletter is up to spec, that it's quoting good sources <gasps> and everything. It's the new newsletter. The new <gasps> newsletter. That's amazing, Cooper. There we go. Look at that, Mr. <laughs> Lee. You should. You need to rename the button on the, on the website to new, sign up to our new newsletter. I, I will do that. Oh, that's amazing. But there we go. Sign up, get the newsletter. You'll get a couple stories that we cover in new news and a reminder to follow us on all the socials. And if you're looking for it, it's on our social page on our website. So you guys have no excuse. It's a very fancy looking button. It looks all new and Windows 11 y. It's very large as well. It's quite good. I like it. It's big. Makes people want to click it. <laughs> That's right. Ooh, what's in here? Yes, sign up. Sign up to our new newsletter. And it's. Uh, one was released this week. So we're going to do one after new news, basically. That's the idea. Yeah. So you're only going to get one email a week from us. When we're running events, we will also send you one email about the event. But that's it. You're not going to be, you're not going to be spammed every day. No. Actually, we want to just tack it onto the bottom of the, the newsletter. Like uh, what event's happening? I think events deserve their own newsletter. Oh, do you think so? Yeah. Okay. Make people excited about the events we're running. Okay. Speaking of events, we have mm. an event coming up in June called Back to Your Backlog. And now this is all about making you a better person. What happens if you start your backlog game this month? Is it still classed as a backlog game? You're not allowed to play Diablo 4, Lee. No, I was thinking Red Dead Redemption. I've been playing that all weekend. Well, I mean, yes, you could do that. Because you, you have started Red Dead before, back in 2013, right? 14. Come there on, that's go. not ridiculous. It's only nine years ago, not, okay, not, not well, 10. Then it totally counts. As okay, long cool. as you, that's good. As long as you've started it before this month or you have purchased it before this month or you've been wanting to play it before Diablo 4 announced it was coming out you're not allowed to play Diablo 4 <laughs> it does not count as a backlog game we are trying mm-hmm. to make you guys better people <laughs> go into your backlog scrummage around find a game that you've been wanting to play it can be a game that you've started and something else dragged you away because there's new shiny coming out because like of Game Diablo Pass 4. Or it could be something that you've bought and just kind of sat in the backlog. You've had it installed on the Xbox. It's always sitting. It's looking at you. It's just waiting, waiting to be played. It's, it's crying out your name. It's saying, Lee, Lee, no, you bought me. it keeps staring me. at you. You bought it me in 2018. You, making, you, making you feel bad. It just like, yes. It's like judging you. You've bought me in 2018. Whenever you've got bought a new hard drive, you've just transferred me onto different hard drives. You've never uninstalled me. Because one day you've said, I will come back and play this game. And this- Cooper, you are correct. As I pre-ordered Diablo, that does, that does mean I can play it because it's back order. Remember, it's the Lee rule. <laughs> Diablo 4, you're allowed to play Diablo 4, but it does not count as a backlog game. And this month is all about making you a better person. Do you think there's going to be a point when I don't find any like, little kind of loopholes? Like at some no, point there'll be a month I don't go, actually, I'm going to do this. You're like, no, no, we've got a rule now for that. I think as long as the podcast is going, <laughs> we're going to have a rule that we're going to have to come up with a new rule every year for every single event because Lee's going to be like, I could just do this. And we're like, oh, my word. You know, we work <laughs> Technically, in, you're right, but. Yeah, we, you know, we work in IT, right? And when someone comes to you and they go, I've broken my computer. And you go, oh, yeah, I've seen it all. How have you done it? And then they show you how they've broken their computer. And you go, it's not possible. 
that there's there's no way you should have been able to break your computer to this like degree. Breaking two laptops in a row, you mean something like that by installing the BIOS updates? I know. I mean, you it it should be physically impossible. How have you managed to break this this well? We should give you a medal for how you've managed to break it. I think that's going to constantly be every single event we run. <laughs> I like it because I don't even consciously do it. It just happens. It's just like a natural thing. It's just a natural thing to look at the loopholes and be like, oh, I could do mm. this. I could do that. That's fine, isn't it? They haven't said I can't do it yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. Lee's like, they haven't said I can't. That's <laughs> uh, uh, very good. Yes. Okay, cool. So shall we do shall we do news? Yes, let's dive into some news. I'm sure people are interested in that. Plus, we have to talk about the news if we're going to make a new newsletter. Indeed, we have to have news Indeed. in the newsletter, in the new newsletter. The new newsletter. That's such a good name. I'm very impressed, Cooper. I like that. Yeah, you need to rename the newsletter immediately. Oh, oh, oh I am. Do not worry. <laughs> Tempted to do it now, I remember. <laughs> Just hold on, guys, while we quickly do some admin stuff. Just do this. Uh, popular Xbox games, May Ooh. 21st. Ooh, this week. Exciting. From TA. This is the top uh, 50 games played by two and a half million people. Xbox people, I assume. Not robots. Not robots. We have Fortnite at the top. Oh, my word. Oh, that'd be the Star Wars thing, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. Star Wars thing. Star Wars thing. Uh, so then Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2, Minecraft hanging out. FIFA 23 at number five, uh, five to four. That's actually pretty good. Hmm. People are excited. Yeah, it looks like it. Do you think it's yeah, because um, there's AFC Richmond in the game? Oh, probably, yeah. yeah I suspect that's what I'll be doing. So I'm going to, I, I checked and I haven't got 22 installed anymore. Or 21? No, 22 wasn't on Game Pass, was it? Hmm. But 21 was. I think. So I must have removed it at some point. So I do like a bit of FIFA. Ah, yep. I thought you were going to say something then. Uh, GTA 5 is at 5. It doesn't matter if we don't talk about it. It's still there. Yep. Uh, then going down, we have a little 4s of 5 gone up a bit. Destiny's gone down one place. Anything interesting going on? Jedi Survivor's hanging out at 14. Mm-hmm. Uh, Redfall is dying slowly. That's why everyone's gone up one place. It's down at 19 now from number mm. 13. So that went 4. Was it 4? 3? Yeah. Uh, 13. Debuted pretty 19. high. Yeah, really high debuted. Hmm. Uh, then we have Hogwarts Legacy, which is good. So at 21, 20. Oh, yeah. Do you think uh, that got a boost DLC? because of the Xbox One version? Yeah, because of the song. Ah, the song. Yep. Everyone wanted yep, to hear the song. The song. Exactly. Uh, Hi-Fi, Hi-Fi Rush is a re-entry at 22, which is very cool. And I'm guessing there's some sort of um, Game Pass quest for that. Yes. Is there? Yep, I was yep. where we see how far Rush and F1 22 ran into the charts only because uh, they're included as part of the Game Pass quests. Might do more about 11, have also seen re-entries. Mm. Uh, yeah, so F1 22 is a re-entry at 29. Dead by Dead, so hanging around. Dead Island 2 dropping slowly, so everyone's completing that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, FIFA 22 is still in the charts, which is nice. Uh, Smite is a re-entry, and also Mortal Kombat 11, it says there. Uh, Oh, Do you know yeah. what's not in the charts? Yep, that's good. Don't mention it. Yeah. I'll be back next no, week. Not mentioning. Funny. Elden Ring is at 40 still as well. It's interesting. Yeah. It's a pretty solid charts. Pretty solid. There's some nice changes. I quite like seeing Half Hour Rush back in the charts. Yeah, I'm actually going to install that and play that. Nice. 
Yeah, I'll give that a blast. I wanted to play um, Planet of Lara yesterday, but it got released today. No, oh. so that was a bit of a mistake, a bit of a like a difficult a thing to do. Pity. Yeah, I really wanted to play it. Ooh, I've got lists in pocket now. Oh, nice. It's good to see oh. Mortal Kombat 11 be a re-entry because suddenly everyone remembers it's a thing. Uh, one second, just check. It does work. Oh. Yes, that's right. Well, because Mortal Kombat 1's coming out soon as well, isn't it? So Yeah, Mortal Kombat 1, excited. which is interesting. I know, re- <laughs> redoing that. Yeah. So that's good. Uh, oh, what am I going to I'm just confused now because I was looking at something. Sorry. Right. Get into it. The Expanse. Did we talk about this last week? I don't think we did. No, cool. Okay. I didn't think we did, but I just want to double check because I, I left some stories from last week and I thought this was the last story. Uh, the Expanse Telltale series release date and pre-order details. So July twenty seventh, twenty three. The first of the five episode series will be released. This could be very cool. The Expanse is a very good uh, book and a very good TV series. Uh, I was talking to um, Paul about this, mm-hmm. and he's actually playing the Expanse D and D. Oh, okay. Yeah, he says it's awesome. It's really cool. So this mm. could be quite good. My phone has been playing up today. I keep keeps picking me up as a talking. Oh, how annoying. Um, so they're going to come out quite quick. So the first one's 23rd, what did I say, 27th of July. The next one's the 3rd of August, 17th of August, and 31st of August. And then finally, September 14th uh, for all of the five episodes. Hmm. The orders will begin. So the standard cost is 40 bucks, and the Dulux is 45 which will include all the DLC. So get the DLC. Get the Dulux edition. Cool. Okay. Well, then it will include all the episodes, won't it? I yeah, assume. pretty much. Um, also, if you pre-order, you get a grant 24-hour early access. I don't know why you need to do that. but Yeah, there's not nothing not multiplayer that you'd need, eh? No. I remember this actually is quite a good-looking game, from memory. Yeah, hmm. it's kind of... Uh, it's a bit, I think it looks a bit different to the normal uh, Telltale. I'm just playing the video now. Oh, I'll put it on screen so people can actually see what I'm looking at. So do you think it looks different because it's a more adult version, or...? I've, no, I don't know. Because they never, they're always a bit more cartoony, weren't they? Mm. But this has always got like a, I don't know, like a, an old school Mass Effect look to it or something. I don't know. I don't think it looks as good as old school Mass Effect, to be honest. It does when you're walking around, though. If you look at the over the shoulder view, it's got mm. that kind of third person view over the shoulder. Yeah, that's true. Mm. I don't mean graphics necessarily. I just mean like the, the look of it is a bit, a bit Mass Effect. Mm. Yeah. This could be pretty cool. Um, it looks like a very interesting Telltale because normally the Telltale games you don't really walk around. You know, it's kind of exactly. on rails. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So it got taken out of a, by another company, didn't it? Hmm. Chinese company bought them or something. Oh, you just. It does say at the very end. Oh, yes. It does what say the Wolf Among Us fans are a bit sad because they were expecting the season two to be out by now. Yeah, I mean, it's what, only been 10 years? Calm the Jets, guys. Exactly, yeah. Can't expect something to be out so soon. October 23, or maybe they're going to do it in October 23, because that's 10 year anniversary. Oh, yeah, that'll be pretty good. Prediction. Oof, look at Lee with his predictions. Hmm. So Paul's very excited. He had no idea this was happening. He's very excited about that, so that's quite cool. Oh, nice. Quick Activision. 
Yep. Uh, this is actually quite interesting. Um, so the, uh, the UK government have been questioning, the MPs have been questioning the CMA, saying, uh, why exactly are you blocking this? And the CMA have replied and said, we won't, it won't be turning a blind eye to anti-competitive mergers. <laughs> nothing at all, really. Um, but it's quite interesting that the, the actual MPs are in there. Yeah, because uh, I think Microsoft is threatening to leave the UK over certain things or spin Activision Blizzard into their own UK version or subsidiary or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, that is one word, uh, one thing about, yeah. Which is, which, in, from what I've read, will mean less taxes because they won't be able to tax it as a giant company. They'll have to tax it as a separate company. And so, therefore, or they can basically make a loss in the UK, from what I understand. Oh, that'd be annoying. And then they just go, oh, look, we, we're losing money on the games we're shipping to the UK, and you can't, we can't tax us on that. Oh, no. Meanwhile, they're busy earning bank because all the money's going overseas or something. But that's just my take from reading Twitter lawyers. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah, who know everything. Yeah, armchair experts who know everything. But it's still interesting that the, the MPs are questioning it. Because from what I read as well, that the, the PM is going to lean on the CMA to reconsider their decisions. Yeah, so there's um, Sarah Cardell is addressed, uh, uh, kind of questioning the EU Commission mm. and saying they don't reckon it's going far enough, this handing out the 10-year deals, like candy, as she says. Yeah. Um, even though the EU said it's actually fine. Even, who was it this week? Someone else signed off as well. Some of a random company signed up, uh, random country signed China. Up. Oh, China, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. China. Um, just trying to find, there's some really, there's quite an interesting article. This is on PC Gamer. It's quite, it goes in quite a lot of detail. Mm. Make um, sure you add it to the new newsletter, Lee, for mm, next week. Well, it could be in there. You have to watch, wait and see. Then everyone can read this interesting one. Uh, so the, in Neyman's term, the CMA think that there's still, where were this deal to go through? It may end up giving Microsoft a de facto stranglehold on the sector of gaming. And that, while not huge now, almost certainly to be key market in the future. Uh, Microsoft promotes remedy for granting 10-year licenses for his games. Then when he wants them, does seem like a short-term solution in that context. So that's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. Their Twitter whinge was hilarious, though. Ah, uh, yes. That's awesome. Yeah, so it's good that the MPs are leaning on them, but I don't know. I don't doesn't feel like the CMA care though to me. They 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 say they don't care until the 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 PM the PM leans on them and says, actually, if you don't uh, sort yourselves out, you're going to be out of a job. <laughs> we'll just get a new one. Yeah, we'll just get a new one. The CCMA or the NCMA, the new CMA. <laughs> oh, the new CMA, yes. Or the CCMA, the concise CMA. Yes. We'll move on. We've talked a lot about it recently, so we'll just move on. That was just a interesting... Oh, a, a tease to make sure that a we tease. haven't forgotten it. Exactly, yes. Yeah. Uh, this is not for us, but um, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate members got a sweet free shopping perk at Walmart, of all places. So you can claim a 75-day Walmart Plus free trial. <laughs> so I think that's actually a, a decent amount of time. What does Walmart uh, Plus give you? Well, it's normally 13 bucks a month. Um, what is Walmart Plus? Walmart Plus is, comes with a handful of useful perks for shoppers, including free grocery delivery from your local store, free shipping on online orders, and saving on fuel and special orders for everyday essentials. Okay. 
So that's really good. So if you shop there anyway, just mm-hmm. sign up. You might as well. Like, it makes sense. Not, you know. Um, also, they get uh, early access to deals and offers, including Black Friday. Subscription seems uh, they get Paramount Plus as well. Huh. So Interesting. For 75 days of Paramount Plus, where it's 40,000 TV series, movie, blah, blah. Uh, it's a good one to sign up now because the Memorial Day say is about to kick off. Uh, yes. That was really good. Yeah, interesting. For you US people. Yeah. Which we seem to actually have a lot of US people listening to us for some reason. So Yeah, the US people who shop at Walmart, there's something for you. You're welcome. <laughs> there you go, see? Special. Yeah. They should give uh, us that but like for Trade Me or something. <laughs> yes. Trade sure. Me Plus. What does it do? Unlimited listings. <laughs> Yes, I get random emails from them going, here's five bucks, please list something, because I don't list anything anymore. I just kind of buy random rubbish. Oh, that's funny. Mm, they keep giving me free delivery, but a free, because uh, you pay, pay per win, don't you? When, you, when yeah. you lose something or sell something, you pay. Uh, Sarah Bond, the corporate expert, and that's a 10-year partnership with NVIDIA. Mm. The computer parts manufacturer known for graphics, but like GPUs. Um, joined together to gain cloud services Games, uh, cloud gaming to Xbox devices on iOS, Android, Mac, and Shield TV. That's this is quite interesting, I think. Uh, so this partnership gives Xbox the ability to stream games via the native G4 software. So reason is interesting is my t- LG TV has the G4 software but does not have the Xbox software on it. Ah, oh, interesting. Yes. I, oh, that's that is interesting because that means I can then. I don't know if I have to get a G4 subscription. I'll be able to play my Xbox stuff for it. I guess. I don't know exactly how it works. This is the only, it doesn't really say. It just says you're able to stream PC hits on your Xbox Game Studio and Bethesda. Purchase, oh, purchase through stream Steam or Epic Game Store mm. on PC, Mac, Shield TV, Android devices. Or by going to play.geforcenow.com uh, on Chrome and iOS Safari. Mm. Oh, so it's still through Safari on iOS. It's not an actual app. That's typical, isn't it? Interesting, interesting. Uh, GeForce Now priority members can sit the weight and play G- uh, Gears 5 uh, or uh, one of the other 1600 plus supported titles at 1080 60 FPS. Hmm. Or go Ultimate and get 4K 120. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Or up to 120 uh, FPS for low latency, ultra low latency. Man, this is pretty worth it if you've been collecting those epic games that come up every month. Yes, that's right. Also, do you yeah. think they're doing this because GeForce Now is available on PlayStation, if it is. <laughs> It'd be pretty funny. I think it is. I think it's a play for the TV. The GeForce Now is way more prevalent on TV than it is than mm. the Xbox app is, so yeah, I definitely think it's something like that. Because that's what I thought immediately. I thought, oh, my LG TV has got it. And your LG TV has it, has it as well. Yep, yep. Um, it's one of the biggest TVs, uh, selling TVs for Xbox gamers and PlayStation gamers. Because of this reason, because it does uh, integrates really well mm. with your Xbox. That's quite cool. Interesting. Yeah. So what do you think this is about? Is this just another deal to basically say, look, streaming, we're not going to keep games to xCloud only, or is there something else going on here, do you think? Um, if you look at the numbers of the Xboxes sold, I think they haven't sold enough Xboxes. Oh. And that's how they're going get, to get the um, games into people's houses to play, mm. or homes to play. Oh, yeah. That, that's what I think it is. I think they're purely they're not selling enough Xboxes. Xbox, PlayStation's killing them again this uh, this generation. Only recently, though. 
Have you seen some of the numbers? There? I saw a picture today, and it was insane how much they sell. Yeah, how much but, more they're selling? It's ridiculous. Yeah, that's that's a yeah, that's an interesting one because it's only for the last three months, isn't it? Yeah, but they're killing them. Yeah, like it's not slightly beating them; it's destroying them. It's yeah, it's insane. Mm. I suppose it doesn't well, help that there's still the perception that you can't get a PS5. So when people see it, they're no, just like, but, "Oh, I just got to get one." No, but you can still get a PlayStation. The PlayStation files now they're fixed, haven't they? You can get yeah, them now. But there's still the perception in the public that they're very hard to get. Is there? Okay. I don't think there was. I thought it was all kind of settled down now. I don't think there was much of an issue. It has for us because we know what's going on. But, you know, oh, Joe blogs down the, norm- the road. The normals. The yeah, normals. The normies. I think they're still under the impression that actually if you see one, buy it because you never know when you're going to see another they're one. They're going to get one. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's games. I think there's no games last year, and that was that was Xbox's opportunity to actually kill the market and take over. Yeah. And they didn't release any games, any first party games. So I think that's what yeah. kind of killed killed any of any sort of uh, lead they had last year. Until you know June, until they the show this year, and I reckon if they can do Starfield this year, it'll bring a lot of people over as well. I was hearing something today. They're saying that uh, the first. Well, the Breath of the Wild sold 30 million copies in its whole period of being available on the Switch. Mm-hmm. And it's only available on the Switch. It's not available anywhere else, is it? It's only one available. Yep. The new one that's just came out has sold 100 million copies or something. Jeez. In the first week. It's insane. Like, the numbers are insane. Like, you never get anything like that on Xbox at the moment. Yeah. And, I mean, it's, it's partly because Microsoft is putting games on PC putting games on the cloud you know there's more places than just xbox to get the games whereas if you're a nintendo you have to have a switch you want to play the xbox should be the best experience shouldn't it you would think so but microsoft doesn't seem to think so no microsoft see it as one way to enter the ecosystem not the best way to enter the ecosystem and until that thinking with an xbox shifts i don't think we'll see anything It's, it's not going to i don't know i think that we ready? They they should be pushing that. I, d- I don't know what they're doing. <clears throat> yeah, I'm not sure what they're doing. They're playing too nice. They're being friendly. They're making friends with everyone. It's all kumbaya and holding hands. And we really, really just need Xbox to to you know go back to nineties Microsoft. Embrace, extend, extinguish. They're not going to. They're not going to. If they if they do this deal with. Activision Blizzard, right? It goes through, they buy it. After all the lawsuits are done, if they don't then, you know, turn a little bit to the dark side and and go, right, now we're competing on a on a purely console basis, then yeah, what's the what's the future of the brand, really? I'm not saying Xbox is gonna die, but it does seem like the console is deprioritized within the company. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, a subscription service is what they want, isn't it? Yeah, they want everyone on Game Pass. Mm. In order to right. have Game Pass, they should say, you want... I was thinking today about the mid-gen refresh, actually, and how they could... If they put out a mid-gen refresh for the, the 1S, or the, the Series S, sorry, and they drop the Series S price to $199, they drop... They take $100 off of it, off its, you know, MSRP, then... Those things would be flying off the shelves. They're not going to do it, though. <laughs> no. I mean, we can sit here and be armchair experts over everything. Um, 
we could we can criticize and we can talk to them but until we actually know the the numbers and what phil's bonuses are attached to we're actually just talking nonsense yeah but we can make an educated guess though i think yeah no like I after think... what we've been watching it for a while now yeah. i don't know i just i feel like this year is just dying slowly the xbox like i don't feel like it's there's been no massive impetus of anything it's mm. always like oh, it's gonna happen soon it's gonna happen soon it's gonna happen next month oh, it's gonna happen next, it's gonna happen in october there's all that's happening yeah, I think the whole coming soon TM is, is definitely hurting Xbox. But I also rate once the studios get into cadence, I mean, 21 to, or 2020 to 22 basically was a wash. Um, but until the studios get into cadence of, you know, one big blockbuster every quarter, so that's four new big AAA games a year from Xbox studios, only on Xbox, then I think until they get to that, we're probably not going to see the drive that Xbox can can muster really mm. Mm. and also maybe they're playing the long game they go yeah sure we will give all our games to all these streaming companies for 10 years and then after 10 years we go oh you guys have been enjoying call of duty on geforce now guess where the, the only you know, place you can play it that's the reason cma are not happy though yeah but at some point they just got to punch the cma in the face and go guess what buttercup <laughs> <laughs> We call the shots over here. <laughs> this is our money, not yours. Oh, I just don't see it. I'm really concerned that it's not doing anything. Or they're just going cloud subscription, that's it. And they're not interested in yeah. um, focusing, press pass, yeah. focusing on it properly. Yeah, proper games coming out. Yeah, just focusing on Game Pass. I mean, Game Pass is great, but it can't be the sole focus to be as realistic as that is. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, maybe things change. Maybe they're going to do some massive drops in July. We don't know. It's only a couple of days away. What, three weeks? Uh, soon, yeah. Coming soon, TM. <laughs> soon. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I'll just keep reading stuff. I'm like going, oh, I've kind of almost starting to agree with these people now. This is a sad thing. I'm like going, oh. But on your personal experience, are you running out of things to play? It's not the point. The point is that Xbox is not pushing first-party games. Yeah, no. That's the point. So and, if they don't do that, then why are they buying all these studios? Bethesda's not released anything decent in two years, whatever it's been. Yeah, but I mean, this is, this is Bethesda's cycle. They go, they push out a, one big game every seven years or so. You know that. Yeah, but there's no word about what's happening. Oh, there's always coming soon. But there's yeah. no kind of <laughs> no, no. stuff, actual stuff happening. Yeah, but look, I mean, Half Hour Rush was a really good shadow drop. Yeah, but that was an indie company basically did that. I know it was Bethesda, but it was like an indie version of their indie studio of theirs, wasn't it? Yeah, still first party though, something completely Mm -hmm. different. And I think if people realize that this is the power that Xbox gives these studios is the fact that they can just, you know, indie drop uh, or a shadow drop a little indie game that they'll probably never have had the resources to work on. Once we start seeing that a lot more, Pentiment and, and Half Hour Rush and things like that, Grounded, you know, really strange, interesting new games coming from Xbox Studios. Yes. I just don't feel like there's enough of them, though. I don't feel like there's enough going on. Yeah, I know. Because Grounded came out like three years ago, four years ago now. Yeah. <laughs> sea of Thieves was five years ago now. They just had their fifth anniversary, didn't they, Sea of Thieves? Yep. 
uh, Forza seems to have got kind of Forza Horizons fine, but they're now re- regenerating the same, regurgitating the same stuff over and over again. Yep, yep. But you 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 can sit and complain about this, but Sea of Thieves, thirty million players. Forza Horizon Five, twenty five million players. You know, they're these are monthly active players. Yes, I've played these games a couple of years ago. <laughs> I want to play new stuff now. <laughs> yeah, I know, but in terms of continual user base, these types of games are constantly there, constantly bringing in money. Yes. I don't know. I just expected more. Because even like in about, what, two weeks, we're going to have our June yeah. uh, thing. And there's been no real... We know that they're going to talk about Starfield. Yep. Uh, what else are they going to talk about? Maybe Fable. Probably not, though. I think it's too early for Fable. Maybe Avowed. Maybe, no, that game's gone quiet, so I don't think we can talk about that. That game's way off. That got rewritten last year, didn't it? Who and knows? there's lots of like, so, so, uh, clan in the chat's talking about Jedi Survivor and Hyper and Mortal Kombat 1, but all these games are third party, they're not actual Xbox games. Yeah. Oh, Diablo 4 comes out next month. That's an amazing game, and I'm really happy. But <laughs> I just wanted more, more kind of Microsoft stuff to come out to give Microsoft a good kick. Yeah. Do to sell you think- some Xboxes. Do you think Microsoft were expecting the deal to have closed by now when Diablo 4 came out so that they could this tout is, well, this it is as exactly a first-party exclusive? Rubbish, yes. Yeah, I agree. I don't think that's what they're doing, but they need to stop that now because it's not happening. It's yeah. not going to happen until next year now, this deal. This, this whole thing with CMA is going to stretch out for 12 months. Yeah, but I reckon they have to go before September or something before they have to then pay the fine to Activision Blizzard. No, and, it's sooner than that. Yeah, sooner than that, but... It's like next week or something. Um, yeah. There's, the one, there's something weird now. They can actually go ahead. I think it's like today or tomorrow. They can actually go ahead and do the purchase. Like in a kind of weird, yeah, we're going to do it purchase, but then you know, stretch it out to sort out all the details. There's something weird happening in the next couple of days with it. Yeah. That's also what I read is that the fact that they can close the deal now and, become, now, yeah. and sign the contracts and become the owners of Activision Blizzard. And then... And then, yeah, then it stretches out to the apology tour. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Because August is US, isn't it? That's August is when they're going to talk to the US. Yeah. That's when it goes to court. And that's when they're going to take the FCC to court. Yeah, or vice versa, probably. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? Uh, and then who knows what the CMA, I don't know what's happening with the CMA. I don't know. Yeah. I reckon they're probably just going to punch them in the face and go, look, new company that sells Activision Blizzard games. It has nothing to do with Xbox. Look, oh, and they're making a loss. Oh, no, you can't tax it. Oh, dear. Isn't that a shame? Look at all the tax money you could be getting. I just don't know if it would look like Microsoft's way of doing things nowadays. I think that um, uh, what's face is too nice. CEO is too nice. Yes. No, I'm, I'm, Such is too nice. I'm 100% with you there. Microsoft are trying hard to be good guys when, in fact, they should be Microsoft. They should be doing what PlayStation do. Yeah. I mean, did you see the report today about Final Fantasy 16 and Square Enix? No, but I did see lots of people going, is it coming out on PlayStation and PC? Oh, no, Xbox and PC. I was like, no, it's not coming out. No, what did, what did they say? Square Enix basically said, when we made Final Fantasy 16, we asked people how much they, they would give for it, and some parties weren't giving enough, and that's why it's on PlayStation. Right. Basically, PlayStation was like, here's $25 million to only put it on on PlayStation and Square Enix was going, thank you very much. We'll take that money. That's it. You just paid for our development. That's also thanks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I really think Xbox needs to stop being so friendly. 
and start mm. thinking about competing. Yeah, I don't think their focus is Xbox, so I think that's the issue. Yeah. I think their focus is cloud, so that's why they're kind of going subscriptions, basically. Yeah, that's true. Um, and pushing everyone to use Azure, because then it's all, you no, know, that's right. the Azure yeah, stack yeah, yeah. and everything. So and yeah, the more that grows, the more it grows Azure, and it's just like a feeding itself, basically, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. The, the eternal money printing press of Microsoft and its licensing. Mm-hmm. Still, I reckon yes. if, if June shows us good stuff, I still have, I still actually still have hope for the future of Xbox. I, reckon, I was really excited last June, actually. There's loads of stuff coming out this year. Yeah. For the last 12 months, next 12 months. And I'm sure Half got pushed back. Yeah, I know. But we wait and see. I, I think once Xbox has closed this deal, once things are, the dust has settled and, you know, they coming soon yeah once once this is all done then xbox might hit its stride and be like the you know the bad boys again the bad boys of gaming the cool guys the sith coming soon (laughs) yeah ah it's interesting to talk about but yeah until we actually know company financials and internal goals we don't really know much oh for sure yeah yeah I mean, think about it. They're just too quiet for my liking. They're actually too quiet for my liking. Yeah. Think I don't about hear it. enough about new games coming out, let alone talking about other stuff. Yeah. When we started this podcast back in 2016, it was, we were in a similar position, weren't we? Xbox had closed well, most Xbox of its won. studios. They had five studios first party to their name. You they know? were selling 12 Xboxes a week at, um, in, J- Japan. in Japan. Yep. Yep. The the one of their best games, Sunset Overdrive, Insomniac had just been bought by Sony. By Sony, yeah. Um, so it was a bleak play, place. Like when we started the podcast, we were like, "Xbox is in a bad position; they need our help." <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's why we started the podcast, exactly. And now Xbox is back there; they're in a bleak position; they need our help, Lee. Again, ten years, seven years later. Seven yeah. years later, if they paid us, PlayStation. They're selling more PlayStation fours than Xbox. Series X in Japan currently. That's yeah, that that would always happen, I suppose. And I suppose it's it's Japan. The Japan will always support J- Japanese business. Which is why the US was like, why are we why is Japan getting away with this nonsense? Yeah, what happened with that though? Nothing at all. Someone wrote a letter, a strongly worded letter, didn't yes, they? A to the very Japan, strong, Japan yep. um CMA or whatever it's called. Yeah, a very strongly worded letter, but you know, the, the wheels of politics does turn slowly. So maybe in the background, there's still lobbying going on. Mm. Okay, let's move yep. on. Well, let's put it to the listeners and to the people watching. It's like, what do you guys think? Do, where Xbox is now, where they currently sit, knowing that their June showca- showcase, their showcase is or coming shoe up case. soon. The June showcase yep. is coming up soon knowing that there's a lot in the pipeline that they still haven't announced. Allegedly. But, allegedly. Like, what, what do you guys think? Is it a bleak time for Xbox? Is it a good time? Is the future looking bright? Or uh, is it, you know, this is Xbox's, this is the year that Xbox slowly whimpers to the I end actually, of the generation. Do you feel like they're changing, they're changing direction? In what way? That's what I feel like they're doing. They're, they're not put, they're, so I was reading something today talking about they're not focused on consoles as much. Yes, they're going to bring out next, another console, which will be like a, a slim version or whatever they're going to do. You know, the refresh, they always have a refresh, don't they? Yeah. But it feels like they're not that fussed. They're actually more fussed about pushing towards cloud than they are pushing towards actual hardware. 
Yeah, yeah. Now, I definitely think that they're pushing more towards cloud, even though Phil says hardware is always forefront. I think, yeah, the, the, the cloud is where the directive from the management has come from. Mm-hmm. So all such as said to them, right, hardware is a loss, but if you could put onto the cloud, we've already put that investment up front. We have customers paying for the cloud. Why don't we just push everything there? So, you know, I can see that it's a focus. But I also, when the Series X came out, Microsoft also said very publicly that the Xbox One generation was the last generation where they'll be caught on the back foot when it comes to hardware and being less powerful. And that's great, but you've got to make the most of it, though, and bring out games which take the most, make the most of the hardware. Yeah, no, I fully agree. The games that are coming, Lee. It's like... everything's, <laughs> coming, everything's coming out as far as the FPS still. I know. It's, as well, it's just this, is, this is why we want a mid-gen refresh. This is why, you know, double the but performance. But why? Like, they're not even making the most of this hardware they got now. At what point does Intel say, actually, people are making the most of the CPU. Let's put out a new CPU. They don't do that. They just go, oh, new CPU, more money. Let's just make it faster. Oh. Do people yeah. need it to be faster? No. We don't care. Faster. <laughs> Faster and hotter, yes. Well, yeah, Intel's basically like, let's make an oven and put in people's computers. It'll run really fast. But they shouldn't touch any laptops that run it. No. But still, I reckon you push the hardware. In Previously, the games are, were pushing the hardware, and now the hardware's kind of caught up, and now the hardware should be pushing the games, is my opinion. Well, I think we need to wait for the games to catch up with the hardware still. I don't feel like they're still not pushing the games enough to catch up with the hardware. My Xbox does not work hard playing games. The fa- I'd never hear it. It's never The fans are never kind of... It's been engineered that way, though. Like, no matter how hard you push it, you'll never hear the fans because it's well-designed. I know, but you like to think like it's being pushed a little bit. Okay, okay. play even just Red Dead 1, right? Just play it for a oh, couple so to- hours. Put your hand over the top. It's warm. Oh, it's- sure. But Forza 5 came out. Forza 5 was amazing looking. And I felt like that was almost like pinnacle of Xbox looking games. And now they've gone backwards since then. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, they've gone, oh, we can do 60 FPS. We can do 120. It looks amazing. And everyone's gone, oh, yeah, but we might as well just keep it 30. That's fine. <laughs> that's, that's what it feels. Especially like, uh, you know, Gotham Knights came out and um, Red 4 came out. There's about four or five games that came out all 30 FPS. Yeah. For no particular reason. Like, I think it's just lazy developers. Yeah, as much as I don't like saying that, but I do get the idea that it is just, it's easier to code for the lowest common denominator than for all the dom- denominators, you know? Which is all rubbish as well, because like a PC. I know. And we've, we've covered this multiple times. <laughs> we have talked about this multiple stupid, times. Just, just like, are you running a Series X? Here's its power. This is the purpose of a console, is that the hardware is fixed. You don't have to mm. code for this AMD CPU and that NVIDIA graphics card combination with this RAM that's running at a slightly different frequency, you know? At no point do you have to worry about that. You just go, this is the hardware. Code mm. to the hardware. Push Here, it to the max. Here's a box. It's never going to change. Yeah. Here's the box. Write the software for the box. The box. Here's this box for the next eight years. Right. Go. Not that yeah. hard. Look, we have two boxes for the next eight years. And everyone's gone, oh, no, two boxes? We can't code for two boxes. So we're not going to code for any box. (laughs) 
Yeah, that's right. We'll just go down below. Yeah, yeah. We'll do Xbox One. Yeah, we'll just make sure it can run on the Xbox One, and then good luck to you guys. <laughs> right, let's move on. Okay. I think they're sick of us. Let's talk about a new game coming out called Mortal Kombat number one. Oh, yes. Did you see the trailer <laughs> for this? Oh, I, was, uh, I think I might have done it at some point, but we've got here. Yeah, here we go. Yes. Watch the trailer. Nice this trailer. is fantastic. It is, is film screen? probably one of the best trailers I've ever seen for a game. It's, it's a gorgeous looking uh, trailer, isn't it? Oh, my word. It's really good. I, a fighting game has no business looking this good. <laughs> like, but I remember when it first came out the first one came out and it was incredible looking mm. back in the 90s it looked incredible because they did proper motion capture with it and everything yeah 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 even when they pulled people's head, uh, heads out of their skull <laughs> I think they did all that live and motion captured it yeah pretty much yeah have you seen the movie the Mortal Kombat movie that came out a couple years ago a year ago not the new one no I've only ever the watched the first three. Oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> The first one was fantastic. Yes. Loved it. Yeah. Oh, the last one I thought was too bad. It was all right. It was kind of fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good kind of, you know, take your brain out, put it beside you, watch a movie, watch fighting people. Fantastic. Have you seen the Dead or Alive movie? Uh, have I seen the Dead or Alive? I don't know if I have, actually. Oh, man. If you haven't, it's so worth the watch. It's, if I remember okay. correctly, it's super cheesy and just absolute bonkers i did rewatch endgame on the weekend and it's not very good oh is that marvels yeah the last one the last i watched it before and i was like no it can't be that bad but it is oh you know marvel's lost its way does look incredible this mortal Kombat. it looks really cool are they gonna do actual screen fighting as well or is it just a video okay it's just oh no wait a minute no 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 watch this this is amazing (laughs) whoa <laughs> yeah, it's only slightly extreme. Jeez. It's, um, is that actual in game? Was that just I a- hope so. Because it is <laughs> over the top gore and violence. Oh my word. Yeah. Like someone just crushed another oh. person's skull. That's <laughs> so good. Oh yes, and then the guy uses the magic dragons to rip the other dude apart. So pull her in half. Oh. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> now, right. If two flaming dragons were ripping you apart with your on other arm and then some dude jumped up and pushed your head through your feet, do you think it's a quick death or a slow death? I would imagine that your brain would kind of disintegrate quite quickly. <laughs> Being mm. pushed through the rest of your body. And hopefully that would kill you. You know, the kind of skull going, like the spine going up through the brain, maybe? Would kill oh, you. yeah, we would, would, should kill you. Yeah, you'd but, hope. You'd hope. But what if they do it at the angle so the, the spine just flicks just off the edge slightly. of the skull? You know? <laughs> That's right. And so the, the yeah. skull just kind of goes down the, down the spine as the person's yeah, shoving would, it towards would, your feet. I think that would hurt. Yeah. You may but, die once you go past your heart, maybe. <laughs> hmm. So, more Kombat 1 is about to restart the 30-year-old series of a facelift worthy of a AAA game. The reboot of Fire God Liu Kang, the divine version of the franchise central characters. Um, he uh, resets the world in hopes of a peaceful outcome that wasn't possible in the, last, in the past games. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Oh, this sounds like a really nice game. 
Um, so there's pre-orders. That's the reason I actually wanted this. There's a standard edition, premium edition, and the, the collectors with a K edition. At $250. <laughs> How much? Oh, yeah, yeah. 250 US. Okay, for 250 US dollars, what the heck do you get? Do you personally get someone to come and stamp on your head? <laughs> like <laughs> I think you get the dragons. Oh, man, I love the dragons. So the premium edition, let's start with the premium edition. Yep. Yeah, carried two carried away. The combat pack, which is okay, again, features Johnny Cage character skin, Jean-Claude Van Damme playable character, early access to six new playable characters available post-launch, and five new camo fighters. Uh, early access begins September 14th, and 1,200 dragon crystals. Crystals of a K as well, because... Yes. There's no combat. C in combat. <laughs> There's no C in combat. Uh, the physical edition that will be sold at Select Real Hotel is soon two fifty dollars. Uh, it comes with a sixteen point five inch Liu Kang sculpture designed by Course. <laughs> cool. What if I can get this Liu Kang sculpture? We can see it. Uh, Liu Kang inspired in-game character skin, free exclusive art prints, and steel case. Early access again, and one thousand four hundred and fifty additional uh, dragon crystals. So that's two thousand seven hundred total, including all the other stuff as well. What are dragon crystals? Oh, it'd be in-game DLC, in-game um, kits, wouldn't it? Hmm. In-game, uh, any images? No, we don't, we don't know what it looks like yet. <clears throat> it's amazing. Oh, wait a minute. I saw something then. Talking with sales. Dragon crystals. This is amazing. How good does this game look? Oh, here he is. Oh, it's not very big, though. Oh, there you go. Um, he's actually in grey, interestingly. So there's the, there's the kit there. Oh, so he's in grey. That's With red headband and red knee pads and belt. Not exactly what I expected for $250. No. No, most of the stand takes up most of the size as well. Yeah. Huh. I'm quite disappointed. Okay, though. Yeah, even the uh, art prints are a little bit average. Yeah. That kind of, um, what is that sort of style? It's like a pop art style or something, isn't it? Almost? Oh, yeah. It's almost like those Obama Believe ones. Or Hope. I have no idea what you're talking about. You know, okay. when Obama was running for president, he had those those green and red and grey ones that said Hope or Believe or, or I'm the president now. No. Oh, never mind. But disappointing I'm for $250. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. It's a good size if you look at the guy's hand. It is a decent size. It's a decent size, but I'd expect something cooler than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Not just grey. Not just grey. Eight years after Sculpture and Scorpio, we're back. See, Scorpio would be cool. Ah, oh, yes. Uh, we're back to the official Mortal Kombat, uh, the Game of Foes in the US, created by Liu Kang. We want to honour him with a towering mon- monument to a god. Hmm. Okay. I never thought Liu Kang was a god. Wasn't he just a normal dude in the early games? It wasn't he the one that organized the whole fight initially. No, that was Raiden, wasn't it? Oh, that's right. You fight him at the end. Yeah, it Raiden. Raiden the, whatever it says. Raiden, the, the electricity god, the thunder god. Raiden. <laughs> oh, these days it's more like Raiden. <laughs> oh. Hi, I'm Raiden. Please don't hurt me. <laughs> uh, so funny amazing. I'm so glad we got these buttons yes no these buttons are great 
Okay, next one. We have. <laughs> this is really bizarre. I don't... I'm so confused. Xbox is preparing to offer timed slices of games as well as adverts. I don't know if this is actually going to happen, but this is a rumour thing that started. So, to me, a timed slice of a game is a demo. Yeah? yeah, I was just about to say, time slice or demo? <laughs> exactly. And didn't we complain at Sony for charging people for demos at one point? I'm yes. sure they were charging people. Yeah, this okay. is very strange. So weird. So this is Sarah Bond, um, VP at Microsoft, VP for games at Microsoft. Describing the, she described the different decisions Xbox are willing to take to promote a change of pace. This just mm. doesn't sound great. This does not sound great. Um, so yeah, they're talking about putting um, having like a different version of Game Pass with, with um, slices of games and some adverts. No. Mm. I guess it's because it must be starting to go, we've almost sold out of all the Game Pass people that are going to buy it anyway. Now we need to kind of get to the other people. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm. I don't know what they're going to do though. So they're going to start putting game like an animated, like you do with Netflix, where you see an ad for something Microsoft at the beginning of a game now? Yeah, it could be. Because um, like when you're in a Teams meeting, you have an advert for Excel, that sort of thing. <laughs> uh, yep. I don't know. This is just really weird, this whole thing. Hmm. Um, and I don't know anyone else is doing it as well. Like, it's a whole, like, no one else puts ads in games. Hmm. Do they? I've never seen it before. I don't know, actually. It's, it seems very strange. Yeah. The whole story is weird. The whole story is really weird. It is. I don't know if it's someone extrapolating something that's not there as well. Yeah. The last kind of paragraph does, um, does cast the person in not a very good light in terms of their biases. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. I'm all for it, it says at the end, yeah. It's a very strange thing to be saying. I don't understand. Especially when you're spending $70 billion or something. You need to start advertising in games to make money back? It seems like a bit weird. Yeah, but strange. Slices of games. Time slices. What's funny was time slices of games. Yeah. Do you want a time demos. slice of our podcast? Ah, <laughs> uh. oh, I left in the social media of the Xboxcast. We already talked about it. I left the story in where we were going to talk about our, news- our newsletter. I got all excited. Ah, oh, brilliant. Well, we t- spoke about the newsletter, so that yeah, doesn't need look, to look be a news story. But there's a website. There's a website. Lee, do you know what you should do? You should What's put. That? You should put a news <laughs> story about our newsletter in the next newsletter. Ah, interesting. So I left. If I leave this link in here, it will possibly do that. Ah, very cool. All right, we should try some experimenting. I don't know about putting a newsletter advert in a newsletter, though. I don't know how it works. Well, I mean, if, hey, if, if someone's if, reading it, surely they already know. Yeah, but if Microsoft's going to advertise their games in Microsoft Games, <laughs> why can't we advertise ourselves uh, in ourselves? Uh, yeah, okay. I like it. I think. I'm so confused, <laughs> but I think it's good. <laughs> oh no this is I don't know this is a bit sad now after our complaining earlier but 10 years later was the Xbox One ahead of its time yes so this is a Forbes article yes exactly that's what I thought was um, so we hit 10, 10 year anniversary the infamous reveal of the Xbox One where they said the word television or TV I think that actually says in here how many times they said it <laughs> uh, all the way through how many times did they say it uh, I don't know, where does it say I thought it said I was reading so okay 
Uh, oh, there's a clip circulating. How many times he actually said it? Oh, there's a clip here. Okay. Oh. That's so funny. Um, so at the time, everyone was watching cable TV. So it made no real sense. Like the, to make a cable box kind of made, you know, yep. the kind of sense. Pull it all together to one place. Mm-hmm. So now if you look at it, everyone is now basically watching Netflix and HBO and all that sort of stuff on the Xbox. Mm-hmm. Which is what they were doing next. Well, that's the whole point of the Xbox One, wasn't it? That's what they're trying to say. Like, yep. Oh, look, you can watch TV in it. They kind of went a bit too far, but leaned a bit too much on it. But yeah, yeah, it's... it was just yeah. Twenty thirteen. I was probably watching it on. I was probably watching Xbox stuff on there or TV stuff on my T on my Xbox. But yeah, I mean, when it came out, I was watching lots of YouTube on it, um, lots of Netflix, all the rest. You know, the normal stuff. Plex mm. and and I had Windows Media Center hooked up to it. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before they killed it. Yep. Yep. Um, so that's funny. And then the, the next thing they talk about here is the disc or the digital thing. Ah, yes. Because at the time, they were saying that you need, uh, that they're going to do everything online, so you don't need the disc as much. Mm-hmm. So in theory, you don't, the license is on the game disc, but in theory, you don't actually need that because you buy it, and it's all digital, so, you know. They're always going, but what happens if I want to buy the game and then resell it? Or what happens about the second-hand market? Yeah. So now if you fast forward 10 years, when's the last time you bought a disc? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Trying to get rid of all the I'm, discs. <laughs> I'm a bit of a freak. I've kind of brought, I do buy games on disc randomly, but yeah. uh, I kind of like the old games, buying the old 360 games on disc. Mm. Um, and then there's obviously the online thing as well, the online com- bit where they're saying you have to have your Xbox online the whole time. And it was, oh, we can't do that. How's that going to work? Yep. And when's the last time you played Xbox when it wasn't online? Yep, I know. It's just, it's crazy. I was like, this is actually completely right. It's, uh, it's nuts. They even sell an Xbox with no disc in now. Well, there was a, there's, the S came out, didn't it? That had no disc in it. Yeah. The yeah. Xbox One S had no disc in it. No disc drive, yep. No disc drive. That sold quite well. The Series S is selling hugely in Japan and places because mm-hmm. it's little and has no disc. Yeah. yeah. And then the always online bit, which everyone complained about the subs, wasn't it? Yeah. Always online. This is a problem Microsoft has pretty often, is that they're, they, they're trying to skate where the puck is going to be. And oftentimes, yes. they're the first people out onto the, the ice field the before rink. the game has the even rink. started. Yes. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah. That, I mean, we've seen it before when XP tablet mode came out. And yeah, had, I remember the old um, tablets that came out, yeah. Yeah. Because we were the, using, people wanted to use them on field, where they're out in the middle of field drawing pictures and stuff, using yeah. Windows PCs, basically, on a tablet. Yeah, Windows XP. And then everyone's like, no, that's not going to catch on. Five years later, everyone wants an iPad. Windows Media Phone, what it was called? What was it called, the phone? When it first came out or when it settled down? Mobile something over. Version 6 point something over, wasn't it, that came out? That was kind of the one that was vaguely okay. But you needed a pointer and it was a bit small in some parts. Yeah. And then they changed it with, with what? Windows Phone Series 7. Oh, well, there you go. And then they just changed it to Windows Phone 7 <laughs> because everyone's like, what the heck is a Windows Phone Probably. Series 7? Yes, like very much softer than naming. Yes. yes. I guess the only thing they did really do badly was the Kinect, uh, forcing people to buy it. Even then, I really liked the Kinect. Oh, sure, but it should have been an option. Yeah, it should have been an option. I 100% agree. Yeah. It was very cool. Walked into the room, Xbox on. Oh, yeah. Xbox, go time, to YouTube. Yeah. Playing games, it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, 
It's quite interesting. I just went through this article. I was like, this is all completely true. <laughs> Basically, they were just ahead of their time again. Yep. Yes. And not just ahead of the time, way ahead of the time to the way, fact that- Way, 10, 10 years ahead, it was, yeah. yeah. The fact that like the technology wasn't really there to support it. I reckon it was though. It wasn't much longer we were buying games, not buying them on disc. Yeah, but if they had just waited like two, three years and then gone, ah, oh, digital only, everyone would have been, oh, thank goodness, I'm so tired of discs, you know? Yeah, well, the Series S came out. When did that come out? I feel like not the Series S, sorry, the Xbox One X. I feel like that came out like four years later, was it? Yeah, pretty, yeah, three and a half, four years later. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh, thank goodness. And then they mm. put one awards because of how cool it was designed and and it's like that's a right. white box with holes. <laughs> that's, that's right. You look at it going, and everyone's going gaga over this design. People are strange. Yep. People are strange. Yes. So I thought it was quite interesting. It's quite nice if Forbes write that, because I was kind of, you know, it's been a really hard week for Xbox, I think, this week. <laughs> it it feels has. like it has been. It, it feels like it's a very, it's been a bad month for Xbox this month. Like Redfall yes. and all of that. It's just, everyone loves to kick people when they're down. Mm-hmm. Games. Let's go back to games again. So, this is so F1 Manager 2023 is going to come out. Oh, I yes. remember playing a game way back. I don't know if I talked about this, but many, many, many years ago, and I think it was like F Manager 2 or something when it came out. And you basically, rather than doing the racing, you do the managing of the team. Oh, and yes. then these little racing cars pop out, and you watch them, and you pit them, and you change the tires, and you know, you kind of talk to the drivers and that sort of stuff. This was many years ago. Um, there's, so there's a 2023 version coming out soon. Oh, cool. Which will be the same sort of thing again. And I imagine the gra- I don't. I don't think there's actually any graphic gameplay graphics in here. But there's, you know, your typical control uh, trailer of racing cars and stuff. Yep, racing cars and teams and people backlit. Teams. Um, uh, so you take part of the, the sporting director role, which is the guy in charge of everything, basically. Oh, uh, yep. Um, and you give you deeper management of the pit crews and training schedule. You can. To eke out every tenth of a second, avoid pit stop errors. So that's interesting. So you imagine the team, not just the driver and car. You actually manage the team as well, mm-hmm. which is very much like football manager games. Yep. Uh, the car weight to consider. There's also a cost cap that came in this year, mm. so you can't spend all the money. Even if you might have it, you've got to be restricted. Oh yeah. But one of the coolest things I think they're doing is they're doing a um, like a replay of a famous event. Like uh, a, like a key moment of this year's races, you can rewrite history by going, okay, so you know, McLaren won this race, and I wonder if I can do it so that this the team that like a Sauber or somebody who's not very good can win this race, and hmm. redoing real life races oh, to try cool. and win them or key features. I thought that's quite cool. I suppose it'll be all tied to achievements as well. You know, making whatever racer take this race and make him win rather than the other guy win. Yep, that sounds you know, awesome. So, yeah, I thought that's quite a cool little thing to do. So you're not sat there just doing like, was it 23 races and six races? So you sit there doing 30 races, basically. But if you want to jump in quickly and just do like a, a quick shot of something. Yep. Uh, and maybe learn some stuff playing it as well. Like just to kind of go, okay, I can play with different things because it's only this one race. Mm-hmm. I find that's actually a kind of cool little feature. <clears throat> Very cool. I do like these management style games. Yes. Yeah, I remember playing this one way back and it was great. It was real fun. Hmm. If only we saw some actual gameplay. What does it look like? I know, like? I'll put it on screen, actually. But no, there's, a, there's an announcement trailer, but it doesn't really show. Yeah. It just shows lots of... Stuff shows nothing, eh? Yeah. Lots of faces of people looking at things. Mm. Uh, yeah, so normally they have like a, a miniature version of the racetrack. 
CC Eco with times and stuff on it. That's what they, I think that's what they did last time. Cool. Yeah, there's absolutely nothing in this one at all. No. Yeah, the, lots of backlit people. That's about all. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I thought it was quite cool. But changing it up, I like it when they change it up, not just to like do repeat, but change all the season around because obviously there's new racing drivers and stuff, and just do that. Actually, just change it up a little bit. Yep. Uh, oh, this is it's an, this is bad news to the industry, I guess. There's, uh, there's a whole bunch of layoffs happening at the moment. Okay. Which is kind of interesting because what they're talking about here is there's like, the actual numbers are not really dropping of uh, sales. Hmm. Um, so Company Heroes 3, which is coming out, or came out on PC and coming out on um, uh, Xbox soon, they're laying off 120 employees, 121 employees. After being purchased, like relatively, it's kind of really weird because it got purchased by Sega, and now they've laid off a bunch of people. Hmm. Interesting. And released just released a game as well. Uh, and Sega just purchased Angry Birds, seven hundred seventy-five million. So they're not exactly struggling. No, not, <laughs> not like, exactly. No, it's a really strange. It's almost like they're kind of um, laying people off because you know they you know that like a. Uh, Oh, everyone else is doing it, so we should do it as well. <laughs> oh, you know the cool like, kids are firing everyone. We can, yeah, we can make most of this. We can lay some people off and you know, cut some costs and stuff like that. Hmm. Uh, Deck Nine, who made Life is Strange, True Colors, the Telltale Expanse game, which is just about to come out, have had oh, layoffs wow. as well. See, so like, are they just employing people for the projects, for the Expanse sale now coming out, so maybe they're laying people off because of that? Yeah, it could be. That makes sense. I mean, you... You get fat for the project to get things out the door, and then once the project's out the door, go back to normal. Yep. Uh, the this week before there was the molasses was the molasses flood working on uh, witches spinoff for CD Projekt Red laid off twenty nine developers. Mm. So there's a spinoff coming out for Witcher, which is not out yet, and they've laid off ninety uh, twenty nine uh, developers. Uh, ninety layoffs at Deviation Games studio working on blockbuster exclusive PlayStation Five. Sony shut down Pixel Opus, an indie initiative who behind Concrete Genie, which I don't know about, but that's, you know, they're shutting down studios. They're not just shutting down, not mm. laying people off, they're shutting the whole studio down. So there's a list of um, people being laid off here. Like EA yeah. is a thousand people. So I don't know what's going on with the market. It's really weird. It's like a reset something going on or making the most of this so-called recession, which is still not happening. Uh, or it's happening and people are just being, are just ignoring it. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Well, that's the best way of ignoring recessions is to keep spending. That's actually how you get out of recessions. Yeah. But uh, I reckon, yeah, everyone's just blaming, oh, no, look, it's recession and interest rates and cash flow and, oh, it's just a problem. we got to lay people off. And these, like you say, it's not stopping games from coming out and people buying the games. No, so games will still come out and then they're laying people off after that, which is... I think it's the studios are basically going, you know what's the biggest cost to making a game? People. People, yeah. It could be the uh, board as well. Mm. So the board are like, how can we make more money? Lay people off. Okay, let's do that. Or how about this? Since all the AR came out with code built into it, like um, you get Copilot for GitHub and things like that. Oh, how many yeah. of these are low-level devs that are being let go because the AR is writing the code for them? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And just get the guy to, re- to check it, the editor almost, to check it at yeah. the end. So instead of a senior developer looking after five junior devs, you have one senior dev looking after one AI. <laughs> <laughs> one chat GDP dev. 
<laughs> it says here, oh, so only the video game industry was only down 5% last month compared to last year. Mm. So it's really not dropping. Yeah. Uh, unemployment rate is still is only 3 to 4%, which is really low for the US still. Interesting. And looking at it, just having a quick look at who has like the main positions being laid off, it's mostly the like social guys, like social media and community management people. Oh, where'd you see that? That's interesting. So I'm just having a look. There's that one tweet from the, that girl, and then I just went into the Twitter thread and found a spiral Oh, you there. followed it, yeah. Um, <laughs> sucked into Twitter. Yeah, got sucked into the twi- tweet thread. So most of the people being laid off are the community managers and social managers. Ah, so that's they pushed the game, it's out, so they don't need them anymore? Not just that, but I think it's how much are community managers worth? Are they How valuable are they, really? Someone mm. whose job is to talk good stuff about your game or your studio, and you're paying them to tweet? You're like, hmm, we could automate this. <laughs> yes. Chat, GT, chat GDP. With, um, <laughs> with the Twitter API? Easy. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I just want to, uh, yeah, I'll totally point out. So I was going to say, if you see on Twitter someone saying I've been laid off, then retweet them. Like, even if you don't know them, just retweet their tweet. Just help them get their name out there and stuff. Mm. Uh, so take two, cut jobs and internal restructuring after merging with Zynga, despite predicting the 8 billion in bookings in 2024. Jeez. On the back of GTA 6 launch. So that's $8 billion worth of money they're going to make, and they've laid off people before that. Mm. Uh, Microsoft... The Microsoft layoffs are weird, though. They weren't actually... They'd employed more people than they'd laid off in that last 12 months. Yeah. So oh. the Microsoft one, I don't, I'm not going to report about because it's not true, really. It's just a... And EA laid off 1,000 people and made 800 million in profit as well. Oh, but that's EA. They're just doing it because they like to be evil. Yeah, well, yeah, true. <laughs> Thanks, EA. <laughs> Thanks, EA. Helps a lot. <laughs> I'm sure EA wake up every morning and they go, hmm... I wonder what we could do to be evil <laughs> what today. Can we do? No, they kind of put their fingers together, don't they? Go, hmm. There's like a um, Smivens, what his name is? Uh, yes. Simpson. <laughs> uh, that'll be funny. Uh, so one thing here, though, say, is uh, new studios are still popping up. So former EA Dice creator director Lars Gustaf- Gustaf- uh, Gustafsson and other devs uh, who contributed to the Battlefield franchise and other blockbusters are announcing the formation of TTK Games with an aim to create a shooter franchise. Oh. So this is good. I think that if they get paid, because a lot of them are getting paid off, getting decent money, I imagine, when they're getting out of it. It's like a Microsoft layoff. Yep. You normally get like three months notice, bunch of money, and then support. Uh-huh. So start a, start, an, start a new game company. Like start something up. Do something you want to do for three months. Yeah. And if you can't do it, then get a job after three months. I mean, you know, if, Give yourself an opportunity to do something like that. Yeah. If, if you're in the gaming industry and then you start a new gaming company, if you get enough veterans or notable names within, the, within that, your company, Sony, Microsoft, Tencent, you know, any one of those is going to come along and go, how you doing? We've got $100 million for you. Do you want to maybe yep. be employed by us? And obviously give us a copy of the beast so we can play it too. Well, yeah. That goes without saying. Without a doubt. Give us a copy. Us, us personally, me and Lee. <laughs> yes. Give us yes. a copy of the beta. Not anyone else. It was our else. idea. It was <laughs> our idea. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 3 remake is real. Has been revealed. Wait a minute. It's real. It's been revealed. <laughs> uh, Xbox, PlayStation, and PC. Initially, they were talking about this coming out on PlayStation only. 
uh, but it has now been a hard confirm, is what they say. Remake is real and it's coming out to Xbox and PC. So Bloober Team is remaking it. Um, they're also remaking Silent Hill 2. Ah, oh, Blooper Team. Those are the guys that did the medium. Ah, oh, is that right? Oh, they can yeah. give you knowledge of stuff. They're very good with their horror, apparently. I wouldn't know. I don't play horror. (laughs) No, I hope it wasn't. Yeah, I hope it wasn't that great. So that's interesting. Um, So this is supposedly one of the best ones of the lot. Hmm. If not the greatest game of all time, it says here. That's a little bit of a hyperbole, isn't it? Windowscentral.com. So that's interesting to say that. Uh, Yeah, so Kojima's Hideo Kojima. So, you know, he's he's got chops for knocking this game out and being really good. Uh, yes. Have you played these games? This is why I dropped the things. I've not actually played any Metal Gear Solid. Played number I one. I lie. I played Metal Gear Solid Survive, and it was really, really bad. Oh. I played that on a beta. Yeah. I played number one when it came out, and I was like, "Yeah, it's it's okay." Like and nothing about it grabbed me. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Whenever well, there's hype this... around Hideo Kojima, I just I don't understand why. Oh, because he's the greatest of all time. He's amazing. Okay, are you... Have you not played Death Standing yet? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, clearly not. Uh, so this, so this game is a, a sneaky, sneaky game, isn't it? Yeah, they're all, all sneaky, sneaky games. So, okay, so this is set in the Cold War and follows Snake deep into the wilderness of some place I cannot pronounce in the former Soviet Union, with the US and USSR on the brink of the nuclear war. Uh, Snake has dropped deep behind enemy lines to sabotage rogue entities who seek to invest, instigate the conflict. Mm. It was uh, PlayStation 2 back in 2004. And then had other updates since then. I think it, had a H- it does say it had a HD update, yes. Metal Gear Solid HD collection on the 360, um, which came with MGS2, Peace Walker, MGS3, uh, 2 plus 3 HD collection. Yeah, so it's had a whole bunch of updates anyway. And is also available on a backwards compatibility program. Hmm. If you can get it on disc, but it's not available to digitally download. But if you have it on disc, you can play it. Oh, okay. Um, but it says here also the HD collection is quite pricey because it's hard to get now. So, mm. uh, yeah, I wasn't. Sure. I so people will be excited about this, but I've never actually played any of these games personally. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited. sure people out there are super, super excited. Oh, they will be. For They'll it. be stoked. Yeah, 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 big time. We're not one of them. No, I have no opinion. I've not played them. Mm. I can lie. I can make stuff up. Oh yeah, make something up quick. Um, it's the best game I've played. That that when it came out in the 360, it was amazing. I love the HD update of it. It was really well done. <laughs> I like what they added to it. <laughs> Not even blinked. Just rolled right <laughs> of the tongue as if you were planning that all along. <laughs> oh. That was amazing. <clears throat> um, so, Phil Spencer issues mini-statement as Xbox unveils latest 70 report. This is quite interesting. So it seems that uh, from July, September, uh, July to December, uh, they take a snapshot of how they're doing with um, safety measures on the Xbox. Mm-hmm. You know, making safer player experiences as a key driver. It says here. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought this is interesting. So, I the whole thing is actually it's off a uh, pure Xbox. So it's a whole bunch of detail in here. But I just there's some slides. I always like slides. We like oh. numbers. Yep. 27.47 million player reports there were. Jeez, okay. Yeah, no, I was like, oh, that's that's actually quite a lot. I've I've not even hit, like, you never, I never think of hitting that, like, because it's communication, so I guess that's someone abusing you, shouting at you, swearing at you, telling you stuff that you don't want to hear. 
Or terrible messages. Um, terrible messages, yep. Uh, conduct, I guess that's in-game conduct. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's 12, nearly 13 million people on communication, then 11 million on conduct. And then 3.1, user-generated content. That was interesting. Ah, uh, yep, yep. So is that dodgy Minecraft page uh, maps or something? Yeah, well, that's... Somehow people have managed to hack the the share page so you can share any picture and just attach it to a game. So you mm. see it a lot when you go into the community section of Xbox. And it's like, recommended for you. And someone will put up like the picture of uh, yes, some bikini really model to see. and be like, right. for Minecraft. And you go, this isn't Minecraft. That's amazing. Enforcement issued. Uh, so 10 million enforcement issues. That's people... Well, it says proactive and reactive. Uh, so I guess that is, you know, them doing something and then getting kicked out of Xbox, I guess. And then oh, reactive yeah. is them getting reported and then getting kicked out of Xbox. Yep. Uh, I don't know what MCA, MCMEC 3 reports are. National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. Oh, there you go. Well done. Well, you're reading that from somewhere. 549. Yes. Uh, yeah, and then crisis text lines, 1,000, then appeals to 22,000, 22,900, 22, 229,000. Why was that so hard to say? I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, and of those, only 94% were non-reinstatements. Yeah. So 6% were reinstated. Interesting. After, after appealing. That's, that's quite high. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I was just, yeah. I was just reading. Oh, I see the reading at the bottom there. National Centre for Missing. What would you look at? You go reading stuff at the bottom. The yeah, page. I can, I can read look stuff. At you reading ahead. Yeah, so this is really cool that they do all this and release numbers and actually say this is what we're trying to do. It's a, it's a very Microsoft thing to do. Mm-hmm. That's good. What about Microsoft? You get no no comment. No. No, this is good. Oh, it's okay. um. It's interesting that they're focusing on this. They're obviously, pushing Mark, pushing Xbox is like a family-friendly, you-can-leave-your-child-with-us type brand, eh? Yep. It's, oh, I've actually got the whole article here as well on yeah. the Xbox. So the, there's a whole big article on the Xbox page about it, which it goes into in-depth about yes. what they've done. Uh, it's very cool, just the fact that, you know, it also just reminds people that your, your communications are on you. Xbox are being monitored. Big Brother is watching. watching. We are watching you. <laughs> it was a bit high pitched, but yes. <laughs> uh, I can I can be a bigger robot. <sighs> this is serious. So this is what is this here? So a player decides to change a game pick. Player selects a new game pitch. Platform receives a, pl- a pitch and performs a safety scan on the image. If it is not risky, okay. If it is, then it goes to content moderation tooling, evaluated by human moderation agents, someone actually looks at it. Mm. And then if there's something more dodgy, takes it down, player notified, and content warrant, uh, content warrants enforcement, platform issues enforcement, player notified. So that's the kind of steps when you change your gamer pick, basically. Yep. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's interesting, isn't it? It's kind of interesting. Yeah, that's very cool. That. Launch of Australia and New Zealand's Xbox Gaming Safety Toolkit to empower parents and caregivers to better understand and respond to online safety and gaming. Who knew they did that? 
Oh, that's why I dropped this story in because of the Australia and New Zealand oh. Xbox gaming safety toolkit, uh, which is quite cool. Smiley people. Yeah, right. So, so your thought this story? Because I don't remember dropping this story in, so I was kind of confused where it came from. Oh. I thought I must have done it without realising. <laughs> that made nothing sense. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> Lee goes on his news binge. He just throws stories into the queue. <laughs> this will be a great well, story. Really, this will be a fantastic story. I know all the stories. And I was like, I don't know this story, but I can talk about it because I've kind of, you know, it links into the last story. Because I can make I stuff up. <laughs> yeah, on the spot, it seems. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, yeah, it's really cool. Good work. Good work, everyone. We are watching you. So I think it's awesome. Yeah, we are watching you. Uh, two final stories. Okay. Are we excited? Yep. Bring it on. Are we up to, are we up to two hours yet? Almost. Oh, God, really? <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised. Uh, Forza Horizon 5. Yes. It's got a new update coming out with new cars, accolades and more. I just dropped this in because it was kind of cool that they're still updating this game. Um, out of all the stuff in here, though, there's something that you'll like. They're actually adding weather and daytime changes to the, the photographs you can take. Oh, nice. Okay. I know. Yeah, this is the only reason I put this story in, because <laughs> that one reason. Nice. So yeah, the photo, photo mode gets same, better. But... Yeah, for, here we go. So uh, update includes... What's this? <laughs> Overlanding modifications, which allows you to live out all your car camping fantasies while exploring <laughs> these new Pathfinder routes. I was like, what? But anyway, okay. So uh, some new event lab props, significant upgrades to the photo mode where you can change time of day, weather, character positions, and more. And I just thought of you when I read that. Yeah. Nice. Thanks, Lee. That's right. I thought this is, this is Carl. Who Carl will be on this game. Yeah. Um, there's a whole bunch of new playground stuff in here as well. Um, and Paths Finder challenges to get in the game, so. And a bunch of new cars. Morris Minor, 1953 Morris Minor, Series 2 Traveller, which I think is that wooden one with a wooden kind of back on it. Uh, the car yep. sounds familiar, but I've no idea what car that is. <laughs> the Morris Minor Series Traveller. I would Google it, but I'll let you Google it. Ah, yes. Save, save the excitement for later. That's right. That's right. Uh, finally. Alan Wake 2 is coming out in, in October. Oh, allegedly. Uh, voice actor claims. So Matthew Porretta mm-hmm. has let slip the long way to sequel release window. Um, so while Remedy have previously confirmed Alan Wake 2 will launch this year, Matthew Porretta has appeared to narrow down the sequel release window a bit further. Uh, oh. So he was on a podcast. I listen to some podcasts, and they often take pod- people talking on podcasts saying, when people are on podcasts, they don't realise people actually listen to these podcasts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They so forget they that there's a mark more. in front of them. Yeah, they do. They relax more. And they say stuff they shouldn't say. And then people go, oh, that's interesting. And then you get stories like this. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, yeah, I've been working on it. It's supposed to come out in October. We're in the middle of working on it now. In fact, I was just in Finland last week. That's where the company is from, Remedy. They're amazing people. So he's basically confirmed it's coming out in October. Oops. Oops, <laughs> indeed. So this is cool. I love that screenshot. I didn't realize that. Was, yeah, it's a lovely looking screenshot, isn't it? Yeah, it it looks a lot like Jared Leto. Yeah, it does. Yeah, mm. it does. Hmm. I wonder what this remedy, this um guy. Actually, I wonder if he's going to do the voice for him anymore. They might just replace him <laughs> at great expense. <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, that's actually, mate, we've got your brother to do it now because yeah. you opened your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, whoops. Now we got to push the game back a year. <laughs> That's right. Mm. So this is cool. Some good news at the end. Yeah, this is cool. It's a, it's a bit of a pity that Microsoft have let um, Remedy become their own studio and push things out to the other opposition consoles. Because Alan Wake 1 was an Xbox exclusive. Ah, there's been a few of those, though. Yeah. They really should have bought Remedy. Oh, well. It's almost like they don't know what they're doing. Yeah, I know. <sighs> Deep sigh. But Alan Wake 2, <laughs> fantastic. Are you ready to be scared again, Lee? Yeah, I must complete that game, actually. It's a I did kind of enjoy it. I did enjoy it. It was fun. Did you finish it or play it? I played a bit. And then I was like, ah, not today, Satan. <laughs> uh, Got a bit creepy. It does. It's the walking between. The, it's the noise, isn't it? I think it's the noise and then running between the different lampposts. It gets a bit kind of hairy at some point. Yeah. Not, not a fan of the scary games. Thank you very much. No, okay. I'm I'm shocked. Oh, I know. I can see it in your face. Okay. I'm done. My word. I'm just preparing for the next stage. Okay. Before we get to the next stage, we got to advertise our podcast within our own podcast. So, guys, the way the podcast spreads is through your love and your efforts, not us. We don't do anything. We just sit here and talk nonsense to you. You, the listener slash watcher, you're the one who have, has to go out and tell people about us and show people us and, and just yell at people and be like, listen to this podcast, it's amazing, and then throw your phone at them and run away. That's the best way you can get someone to listen to us. Is it? It's one of the best ways. Okay, cool. It's a way. <laughs> it's, it's definitely a way. So, guys, if you really enjoy what we're saying if you enjoy the podcast if you found it funny factual or just had a good time hanging out with us give it share it with someone who might also have some fun hanging out with us just tweet at it tweet us out put on facebook tell your granny about us we don't really care but it's up to you guys to share it wide far and wide because a we don't have the advertising budget and b we're lazy lazy i think we do other things instead we are I think, okay. I feel like actually like a call to arms oh, yes. for the listeners. There we go. Like <laughs> so, call to arms. We, we bring the content. You bring you, the you, listeners. The, you bring the listeners. Exactly. That's that's yes. a much better call to arms than we're lazy. <laughs> no, we are we are busy during the week with other things, guys, and so working on the podcast does take a bit of time, as you can imagine. So, if you want to support us, check us out on Patreon. If you want to just share us around, that's more than enough. If you want to rate us, that's how we climb the ratings and get more eyes on the podcast. So just flick us a five-star rating. We are awesome. Leave us a little review. Thanks, Lee. Helps a lot. Thumbs up. That's all that we need to know. And then, yeah, podcast goes far and wide. And hey, you guys may become famous when we become famous. That's right. We'll come with us on a journey. Yeah, that's how it works, right? Ride our coattails to greatness. (laughs) Okay, uh, now it's off to Kago Kayla, Carl's game of keeping Lee awake with the new games that are coming out this week. I think it's catchy. I think it rolls off the tongue. It does, doesn't it? My word. It's like, it, no, that's a call to arms. Kago Kayla, Kago Kayla. It's like, Kago Kayla. Kago Kayla. That's more like it. <laughs> 
<laughs> we haven't got new buttons, honest. <laughs> <laughs> the new buttons are the best buttons. Right. So, kicking us off this week. These are the new games coming between May, I believe we're in May. What? You've, you've changed the layout of the stuffs. Don't look at me. I don't do much. <laughs> I don't do much. <laughs> <laughs> the layout of the stuff happens. I just happen to copy the layout. Ah, okay. So the layout has changed. Yes, yes. So these are games coming between May 22nd and Ooh. May 28th. I already yawned at the beginning. This is not a good sign. I know. Well, kicking us off, you've heard of a game called League of Legends? Yes, I have. And the TV series. Yes, the TV series is apparently amazing. It's, still something it's really good. Watch. I watched the first two episodes. I forgot about it. I keep, I keep remembering when we talk about games, I go, must watch that, and then I forget. Ah, apparently it's But it amazing. is really good. Yeah, no, it's really so, good. There's a new game called Convergence, which is a League of Legends story coming out May 23rd. This is a story-driven, single-player 2D action platformer featuring dynamic combat and unique exploration opportunities thanks to Echo's ability to travel through space and time. Rewind your actions to learn from your mistakes and outsmart each new enemy. Or outsmart them. Yeah. That could work too. Like spartan them. Outsmarting them. This game looks very cool. It's um, It does look. I like the graphics, actually. The it's graphics cool. look amazing. Very Saturday morning cartoon, bright, colourful. Um, yep. That's the one thing the League of Legends guys know how to do is to make really cool-looking games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they really lean into their art style. So, yeah. Those make good backgrounds, actually, on desktops, these, all these screenshots. They would, actually. They're very cool-looking, very brightly coloured. Um, if you Did you ever play Braid? I think it's Braid. No. Okay. This Are one's... you braiding Simone's hair? No. <laughs> Braid. It's a little indie game that will make you cry. But it'll make Lee almost, like, breathe in slightly. That's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, that's, that's quite a statement. So Lee will go, <sighs> yep, and then he'll walk I'll away. Take a sip of water or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'll make him actually pause and go, so, okay. Braid is a is sounds familiar where you control time, you do things, and then you rewind time to to go back and and have your little guy that did stuff go through so you can jump on his head and certain things. It sounds a bit like that, where you're playing with time to get through jump puzzles. On his head. Okay. Jump on his head, which is your head, but in the past, so you can't feel it. But you feel it in the past. Maybe not. Next up is Kingdom Rush Origins. Whoa. You're just dropping bombs, like, and then just moving on. Yeah, well, this is what we do. This is the name of the podcast is just drop bombs, move on. <laughs> Take a trip back to the beginning before Vesnan. Before graphics. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, before graphics. Exactly that. Um, before Vesnan ever thought to threaten the kingdom with the gem of power. Ah, not the gem of power. Uh, gem of power. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. This so, is not going to get old. Never, never going to get old. This is a tower defense game, very brightly colored. I'm so confused. Actually, this. <laughs> you need to look at the screen. Okay, I'm looking. I cannot really see the difference between these two screenshots. They're changing, but it's so little. <laughs> I don't understand. 
<laughs> they put them in screenshots. Uh, yes, it's very strange. Sorry, that was just distracting me because I was looking at it going, why is it different? But it's not different. It's, well, it's different. The buttons are bigger or something. Yeah. Who knows? It's, it's a tile defense like, it's like game. they've zoomed in on the icons. They've just made the interface like 120%. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Tower Defense game looks like it's perfect for mobile. It's Xbox Play Anywhere as well, so maybe you can play it on mobile. It's done the same again. Well. It's done exactly the same again on the next screen. Let's oh, move on, Mr. Doing? Otherwise, you're going to be here all night going, look at what they've done. Stupid <laughs> screenshots. Now, this is a game <laughs> Lee was trying to play yesterday, but actually comes oh. out today. I was so sad. I was like, oh, I'll play this tomorrow. Oh, last night, I was sat there, right, I'm going to have a quick game for a bit, you know, just to... Yep. Blasting it for an hour or two. And this then is, I couldn't, so I played play something else. Ah, uh, darn. Something else. <laughs> what a pain. This is Planet of Lana. Lana. Oh, we can play it now if you want. Play with Cloud Gaming. Just oh, look up. at that. Planet of Lana is coming to Xbox Game Pass for PC, Xbox Series, and Xbox One. Oh, it's exciting. And Xbox Play it's Anywhere. Exciting. It's available day one on Game Pass. It's a cinematic puzzle adventure. Um, on a voyage of discovery that will take them across the strange and magical world they call home. It looks cool. It looks it very look cool. Really cool. Graphics look yeah, amazing. Look, yeah, I love the graphics. Very cool. Now, this is pretty exciting for you, Mr. Lee, since you're a... a, a I was going to call <laughs> you a star-head trick, but no, you're a tricky, is what they're called. I'm not a star-head trick. <laughs> I think that's a whole different thing. That is a whole different thing. That's Lee's After Dark podcast. <laughs> That's right. This is Star Trek Resurgence, a narrative adventure game featuring dialogue choices, relationship building, and exploration. Kind this of like a, amazing. So is this the one I talked about like a couple weeks ago with Riker? Maybe, maybe not. I don't not. see him there. Oh, Spock's in it, though. Oh, good old Spock. It also looks like <laughs> the Doctor's in it. <laughs> it's Doctor. The Doctor. Spock. Oh, the Doctor, as in Doctor Who. Yes. Uh, so yeah, this looks like it seems to be like a Telltale game set in the Star mm. Trek universe. It looks very looks pretty, amazing. though. Looks amazing. I'm very excited. There we go. Everyone can join Leon being a Star Trek head. Star head trick. Star. Oh head. Yes. Head trick star. Yes, that's right. Star head trick star. star. <laughs> okay, next up is Wait, wait, wait. I'm just gonna play it for a second, see if the music Star Trekky. Okay, is the music Star Trekky. Hold on to your butts, guys. Captain's log, star date five seven nine three one point four. Ooh. Huh. Starfleet has tasked us with a mission of the highest priority. Two formerly peaceful neighbors are now on the brink of war. No, that's boring me. <laughs> it's annoying me actually because it doesn't Marks off in their stupid videos that don't work. The sound was great though. The sound worked well. Audio listeners, right. you're in for a treat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next up is Warhammer 40,000 Bolt Gun. Oh, yes. How about this? This was on um, Early Access, wasn't it? There's some, there was some noise about it, yeah. So it this seems is... like the guys that made this game all got laid off though, or something like that. The, the team that made it also, or the. Yes. The developer. And the graphics surely look like it. Yeah, Focus Entertainment published and developed by. Yeah, there's something, yeah, there's got laid off or something. 
Mm. The right. graphics are interesting. So yeah, it's visuals of your favorite 90s retro shooters in this fren- frenetic I don't know why it's frenetic FPS game. Because they keep chucking lots of baddies at you. That all means frenetic. Oh. Why can't they just say frantic? Well, probably two different words. Yeah. Oh. They may they might mean different things, that's why. Hmm. I don't agree with that. <laughs> well, they mean different things. Yes, I don't believe that there are two different words. I think someone is just illiterate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, fast, energetic, in a wa- rather wild and uncontrolled way. Allegedly. Well, no, that was the internet telling me, so it must be true. Ah, yes. The internet will never frantic. lie. Frantic is distraught with fear and anxiety or other emotions. So it's frantic. Right. Yeah, I think they're frenetic's the right way of putting it, not frantic. Hmm. Well, I still disagree with that. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm not sure what to say to that. So you play a battle-hardened space marine on a perilous mission across the galaxy as you battle against the Chaos Space Marines and Demons of Chaos in glorious boomer shooter style. Demons. If, it, if, it was, if they wanted me to say demons, they would have spelt it demons. This is demons like the demons that run on Linux because Linux doesn't have <laughs> services. <laughs> and you see, you're laughing because you're like, what a nerd. But there's people out there that are going to play Warhammer, play this game and love it. And I would argue that they'll be bigger nerds than me. Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> Do you know how much you have to know in order to keep up with the Warhammer law? Oh. oh, yeah, true. It's a, it's a reasonable size little story book, isn't it? Yes, reasonable size of just 400 years. <laughs> 40,000. Ah, 40,000 years and 400 tombs. Yes. Okay, let's move on to... Wobble Dogs. God. <laughs> Wobble Dogs is a 3D pet simulation oh. where you raise your own personal hive of rapidly no. mutating dogs. <laughs> no. They're physically simulated all the way down to their guts, Lee. Oh, the page doesn't load. What a shame. What a shame. Oh, no, it does. Yeah. Wobble Dogs. It's like oh. people discovered the physics of Goat Simulator. And the no, it's worse than that. It's a stupid word that game that everyone loves. Um, they play more in the UK saying oops, you never come first, you always last. And because you look because you come last, we always lose the game. Fall guys, four guys, it looks worse than fall guys. <laughs> it's gonna say, oh, yeah, no, no, it's like a poor man's fall guys, yes, wobble dogs. It looks quite bad. But yeah, 3D simulation all the way down to the physically simulated guts. I don't. I think we should move on. They say that this is a stress-free environment, Lee. I'm stressed talking about it. <laughs> Maybe you should write to them about it. <laughs> okay, next up we have Bat Boy. Hey, wait a minute. Batman's a man, though. <laughs> yes. Batman <laughs> is a man, but this is Bat Boy. <laughs> He okay. is the hero against the former allies of a sports team with heroes such as Racket Girl. Oh, bat as in bat, not as in bat. <laughs> yes. Bat <laughs> as in bat, not as in bat. <laughs> is that a podcast title or what? <laughs> oh, my word. Yes. No. Bat as in a thing that you hit balls with, not bat as yes. in the animal that hangs upside down. 
Yes, and can see in the dark. It's a... Bat, as in bat, not as in bat. Yes, exactly. This game is like from the 90s. Yeah, it is very 90s. Platformer with about four pixels between itself. It's funny, though, because it is better than normal. It's not 8-bit, is it? It's that, like, step up. It is definitely, it's not like early 90s, it's more, more late 90s, like in its graphics. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it the sprites have shading. Pixels. Yes. <laughs> but don't get me wrong, there's no, uh, there's no uh, round circles. <laughs> no, <laughs> round circles does not exist in this game. So then let's move on to danger gazers. Do you gaze at dangerly? I, I gaze into the heart of danger and ignore it. <laughs> So, uh, gaze danger, gazer dangers. Danger gazer, yeah. Danger gazers. What a weird name. Is a poke apocalyptic, post apocalyptic roguelite <laughs> top down shooter where you pave your own path. Poke apocalyptic. Oh, not weird. These words, some of these people, I think, just I make them up as they go along. They are making them up, yeah. They actually wrote them in different languages and then translate them four times and then come up with a paragraph. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Started in Japanese, then Chinese, then French, then German, then English. So it kind yep. of gets. And then English to English, and then English to English again, just to make sure that oh, the English, AI US, really English, gets Australian, it. English Australian, English New Zealand, you know, each song change it. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. So Danger Gazers is top down. The graphics are like nothing to write home about, really. What would you call these graphics? I have nothing. Yeah, I don't know. They're really weird looking, actually. Yeah, they're a bit strange. I'm trying to think. It's it's almost like Stardew Valley, but not. No, it's not. No. It's not quite unlike Stardew it's got a Valley. weird angle on it as well. If yeah. you look at the blocks, it's like it's a really straight on angle. It's a very weird angle, yeah. Okay, okay. let's move on anyway to Dark oh. Quest 3. Oh, did you ever play the Dark Quest 1 and 2? Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. They're really good. This is a roguelite tabletop that mixes card-based exploration with turn-based combat. You create your party, draw adventure cards, roll dice, and fight monsters to defeat the sorcerer and his magic. I like the graphics, actually. They're almost like a drawn graphics. Yeah, like, um, yeah, hand-drawn art-style graphics. Looks like a, an interesting tactics game. Yeah, I fall apart when it says tactics, but yeah, I like the, the graphics aren't too bad. Yeah, tactics isn't for me. Uh, it looks like it'll be pretty cool. Um, if you like your strategy turn-based combat, looks like it's a nice little chill game. Very D and D. Very D and D. Yes. Because with the characters there, they got like the the dwarf guy with his hammer and the archer, elf archer, wizard, and a guy with a stick. I guess he's like a a fighter dude with a sword. Sword. Yeah. Just, a stick. just made of metal. <laughs> oh, yeah. His metal stick, also His known as a stick. sword. <laughs> uh, okay, next up is Evil Wizard. Ooh. A humor filled action RPG featuring Metroidvania elements and carefully crafted pixel art environments. Yep. Yeah, pixel art environments. Oh, it, it looks d- like the, the um, cartoon of Bugs Bunny, the one when he goes to space, and there's that cartoon guy who's the spaceman. Space Jam. No, there's a cartoon with Bugs Bunny and this guy who's in space who wears like a red outfit and has white boots. And he has no face. He's just like wearing a red hoot. Marvin like the Martian. 
Yes, probably is Marvin the Martian, actually. <laughs> is that his name? Someone just told you that. No, Marvin the Martian. I'm pretty sure that's his name. He, his thing is, there's supposed to be an earth-shattering yes. kaboom. <laughs> what? That's, his, that's like his catchphrase. It's like how Elmer Fudd is um, hunting rabbits. Very, very quiet. Yeah. Martian, Marvin the Martian is, there's supposed to be an earth-shattering kaboom. He's on screen now. Look at him go. Amazing. With his little mop top hat. Yes. See, there we go. I know things about stuff. No, it's good. I'm impressed. He doesn't look like him now. I'm sad he doesn't actually look like him, but... No, he doesn't look like him in the slightest, so... No. Well, he's got eyes that are black (laughs) face, so, you know, and some feet. Uh, Oh, yes. Okay. Let's move on to... Lost Artifacts 5, Frozen Queen. Lust, did you say then? Lost. Lost as in, I cannot find it. Oh no, where is it? Yep, where did I put my glasses? Oh no, where I can't see. Where is my artifacts? I've lost my artifacts. I've lost all these artifacts. They've just disappeared. They've fallen away. I've gone. So I'm trying to figure artifacts. out what type of game this is. I don't know. It looks like Settlers 2. Yes, it does. It's, um... <laughs> it's not Settlers 2. I think it's like a, a game mobile game where each page has little things you have to do, like puzzles to do. Yeah, it does look very mobile game-ish. Like, especially the fact that you're earning currency continuously yeah. and getting stars for that. So the first one here is there's logs in the way. Send the traveler to clear them. So I guess you just tap on the logs and they'll go away. Yep. Build a bridge, restore farm, stock up on food. Okay, cool. Yeah, all the all the fun things that you normally do on a Saturday afternoon. Well, especially when I've lost my artifacts. <laughs> oh, amazing. So next up is something super exciting. Railway yes. Empire 2 coming to yes. Game Pass. Ah, because it says install 2. Available day one on Game Pass. Oh, this is exciting. How cool oh. is this? Railway Empire 2. You... Railway Empire 2. Railway Empire Woo. <laughs> you... Railway grow... Empire 2. There we go. Trains. I like trains. I like trains. <laughs> uh, so yeah, grow your company into the largest railway company on the continent and outsmart your competitors as you connect cities, companies with ever-expanding network of rail lines Bridges and tunnels. It looks yeah, very you've cool. You've ours today, aren't you? It looks very cool. I do like the graphics. Yeah, no, it's fun. Man. I don't see the management side of it. Though. All I see is pictures of trains. Yes, I wonder. I'd like to see the management side. Yes. I would like to see the gaming interface to see what it's like. Hmm. But alas, we don't see much of gameplay the here, do we? one does not show us. No. Good or a bad thing? Who knows? Oh, Cooper likes turtles. Ah, yes. Right. So, after that, we are now on to Toronto. Toronto? Let's say Toronto. That works. I was trying to find a video, but there's not much going there. No. Toronto, yeah. Toronto? Toronto. It's a run and gun with a medieval twist. Blades take the place of bullets. (laughs) So, no, yeah. it's not a running gun, then it's a running blade. Ah, oh, yeah, running blade. Running stab, running stab. <laughs> running stab. It looks exactly how you imagine an old 90s arcade running gun to be. Wow. Yep. 
It's got that guy again with the, the single eyes of black head thing going on. Maybe like that's... The, the shadow face and eyes. It's the theme of the week. Mm, seems to be. Marvin's invading. <laughs> uh, right, next up is Cassette Beasts. We've spoken about this before. Ah, so people are excited. Yes. This is, this is the Pokemon of um, cassettes? Yes, Cassette Pokemon. Cassette Pokemon, yes. Um, looking at the actual graphics and gameplay, there's not much to write home about, to be honest. No. It looks like no. Pokemon on the Nintendo Switch, <laughs> the latest one. <laughs> uh, not much graphics. Oh, but strangely, if you go into the talking bit, the, she, the, she's actually got graphics. Like oh, boring. She's got graphics, yeah. I do wonder how the whole cassette tape monster transforming thing works. So do I, Kaylee. Oh, we all wonder how the cassette tape monster transforming thing works. It's got a really interesting look to it because it's like 3D with like a, the blurry effect in the background is actually quite cool. Yeah, it's like what, 2.5D or something? 2.5, yeah, it's got a weird look to it. <clears throat> yeah. They have tried playing with this. It's not just a straight. Yep. Lots of pixels. Yeah. This game, this next game, Lee, is going to really, really excite oh, you. It's just going to blow me away. It's better than Star Trek. I'm currently on Star Trek and that's all I want to play now. It says... This game is going to be your game of the week, without a doubt. This game is called Home Sheep Home Farmageddon Party Edition. <laughs> I love the graphics. <laughs> it's, got a cartoon, it's got a cartoon graphics to it. It's so good. The graphics look amazing, actually. So you join Sean the Sheep and his friends Timmy and Shirley on this epic adventure Aww. journeying through underground caverns. <gasps> it's mostly couch cop. Oh, that's cool. And you got Sean the Sheep. And Sean the Sheep, so what's not to love? Exactly. I love the graphics, it's so cool. Ah, so funny. Four player, local cop. Nice. It's a party game, isn't it? It's a party game. It's a party game. And that's why it's called the Farmageddon Party Edition. Ah, look at them doing their words. Yeah, currently it's on special for $8. Eight bucks, I know, I saw Man, why not get it? Looks amazing. Now, this next game has been one that's been harped up pretty much and then has just disappeared until now. Oh, oh. did you see that YouTube, uh, some YouTuber released the whole game walkthrough already? Oh, no, I did not. Yeah, it's been pulled, but it was up there for a bit there. So oh, wow. There was an opportunity to watch the whole game. Oh, interesting. So we're talking about Lord of the Rings Gollum. Taking place in parallel to the events described in The Fellowship of the Rings, The Lord of the Rings Gollum is an action-adventure game and an epic interactive experience. You play as the enigmatic Gollum on his perilous journey and find out how he outwitted the most powerful characters in, in Middle-earth. Would be interesting if this was canon, but it's not. What do you like? Such a hater. Oh, my word. The graphics is, are not... What the I expect are from really Gollum. They're really average, aren't they? They're so bad. They're so just like Unreal Engine graphics, you know? Yeah, it's terrible. Like even like, the Nazgul looks... look terrible. Yeah. Come on. Very disappointing. Very disappointing indeed. I'm looking at the character animations of, of um, well, animations because he's not moving, but picture of Gollum and they look rubbish. Yeah, they do look rubbish. They're so bad. Hmm. Oh, what a pity, you know, 
Yeah, I know. I was really looking forward to this. We could, yeah, we could have a really good Lord of the Rings game, but people are, you know, snatching defeat out of the jaws of success constantly. Gaming development does not represent final quality. So then why is it on your mate page where you can buy the game from you? Fools. Yeah, I know. Stupid. Oh, well. Why can't they just, like, sort out the internet so it works? <laughs> uh, well, I think you just answered your own question. <laughs> How hard is it to get a game to do a video? I want to see this because I'm kind of curious how bad this game looks. There must be some sort of release videos out for it now. I'm sure there must be. Okay, let's move One on. Month ago. No, there's not. There's nothing new. It's all old stuff. It's like three months old. Yeah, it looks really bad. Right, 10th of the 3rd, 7th of the 7th, 21. Wow, that's like two years ago it came out as a release. There's no, there's no new videos of it. Oh, five days ago. Column. Trailer. Yeah, the trailer, though, will be polished that's... as anything. It might show his gameplay trailer, though. But that's from 2022. It's ages ago. No. Yeah. There's obviously no videos of it for a reason. Yep, for a reason. Okay. Who makes it? Oh, Nikon. 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 Who makes it? N-A-C-O-N. Oh, yeah. I thought it was an Amazon thing, though. Didn't Amazon buy all the... Who knows? Oh, da... Daedalic? <sighs> Disappointing. Yep. Continue on. Yep. Lee's quite disappointed, and we all are disappointed. Could be a good game, but it's not. <laughs> Should have been a good game, yeah. This game will certainly liven you up, Lee. Oh, wow. Miracle Snack Shop. This is. Ahem, then, Ice Scope. Prepare the shaved ice that was promised. <laughs> a frozen treat of a story that will make your heart pound Says after facing some big upsets in life. I don't pronounce, I don't know how you pronounce her name ends up owning a small snack shop. There's just one problem. Business is dead. But he, oh. oh, sorry, he doesn't have time to sing the blues because a magical portal has just appeared in his attic and a queen from another world has appeared demanding fresh shaved ass. What are you waiting for, ass sculpture? It's just so wrong, this game. Kitty cat cat, kitty kitty cat shaved ice required. Got yes. any desserts for the Grim Reaper? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> what's going on? I learned how to make mango shaved ice. Nice. Mango shaved ice is quite nice. Tony will be interested in this because she says there's a shaved ice place in in Hastings somewhere. Oh, yes. It was really good. But then we can never find it, so we think it closed down, so I don't think it was that good. (laughs) But she she assures me that it's good. Or it's just Hastings. Maybe it just got stolen. (laughs) Maybe it did. The whole shop. Uh, it's a visual uh, novel. I mean, there's not much just, else to say. It's just terrible. Yeah. It looks so bad. You think we've hit rock bottom? Not yet. Oh, Next up is Pirates bro. Pinball. If you've been following along, you know about the pinball series that have been coming out once every week. Sorry, just to interrupt one second. Skull and Bones. Yes. Has disappeared. Like, the, I don't think it's going to come out. You know, the game came out and they got into the beta and all that. There was yep. a whole bunch of talk about it this week saying... They've literally killed it. Like they've they've sacked everyone who was on it. All the people around working on Mirage now. It's amazing. It's never going to come out. It is amazing, yeah. Because that game was, I think it was close to coming out, wasn't it? I thought. Oh no, I think it was still far to go. No, I thought they I, they thought it was close to come out. They did some beta testing and then decided actually no, it's rubbish. Yeah, it's pretty I think bad. They killed it. I think they pulled everyone off. <laughs> amazing. 
Yeah, no, it is. Uh, Sorry, I just remember because I read about today and they said everyone is in Mirage. Now there's like 220 people working on the Mirage. Uh, Jeez. Project. Okay. Yeah. Well, save that story for next week's new news. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. That was a sneaky. See, if you if you stick around until the game, you might get news dropped into the. What's it called? Kago. El, 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 Kago. <laughs> what do we call this? <laughs> Not even you can now. pronounce it. Kago Kela. There you go. There we go. All right. Continue on. Sorry. I apologize okay. for interrupting you with this amazing no. pinball game. Pirates pinball. It looks exactly like all the other pinball games we've been covering every week. There's literally nothing new here. It's the most boring pinball table you've ever seen, but pirate themed. What they should be doing is filling up the room with all the pinball games. So they all just, you can jump to a next and next. Right. Yep. Yep. They <laughs> should. I mean, they're $3 each. It's a kind of a, a rub in my opinion. It's <laughs> so bad. Hey, continue. <clears throat> yep. They're still not very good. Yep. But now you can play with pirates. Yeah, you can be disappointed with pirates. Pirates. Next up is Chronicles of Two Heroes, Amaterasu's Wrath. It's an intense 16-bit action platformer featuring Metroidvania elements, Japanese mythos, and gorgeous pixel art. Nope. Oh, no, I'm yawning. Gorgeous done? pixel <clears throat> art. No, no, no. It's, yeah, puzzle platformer. You know what you're getting into. Nothing exciting there. So we're just going to move straight on to Das Legacy Definitive Edition. It's a Das-based survival city builder. <laughs> so many How? words in there that make no sense. Das-based city survival builder? Survival city builder, yeah. Don't understand half of what you're doing, but okay. You roll and use your dice to gather resources, construct buildings, expand your settlement, and face the menacing threats of a mysterious ring world. Huh. I like the graphics, strangely. The graphics are quite cool. Yeah, it looks interesting. But I'm really confused. Well, isn't that your normal state of being? <laughs> I don't understand how this works. It looks kind of mobile <laughs> games in terms of some of the interfaces. Yeah, but the graphics are kind of interesting, though. <clears throat> yeah, the graphics do look a bit cool, but who knows? My word, there's is a, a lot, lot going, going on, on in that the screen. screen. <laughs> okay, there's like an echo then. I said exactly the same thing. <laughs> there's a lot going on in that screen. There's a lot going on <clears throat> in that screen. My word. Wow, there's so much happening. Yes. That's why I said it's like a mobile game. It's, you're meant to tap, tap, tap. Yeah. yeah. Wow. To, okay. keep, to keep the amazing games going, we have Drill oh, Deal Oil Tycoon. You are killing me. <laughs> I wish I was doing this on purpose. <laughs> uh, is this like Crossy Roads, Crossy Roads Drill Tycoon or something? Yes, it is. It's entirely Crossy Roads Drill version. Oil Tycoon version. So you embark on this fun adventure and build your own oil rig. Someone's put a no sign up as a squid's attacking them, or whatever it's supposed to be. Octopus. No. No. No, no attacking here, please, please. No, please. This is not a place for you to attack. <laughs> uh, yes, everything is very square and pixely. Um, and you build an oil platform, and you make it efficient to increase cash flow and keep your employees happy and safe. 
Yeah, I don't even know what's going on. It's kind of I like a know. weird city I think builder. We should, I think we should move on. There's right. an oil rig builder. Yeah, an oil rig builder that's kind of like a city. Very strange. I last just... on our list. The last oh, game for this God week. For Are you going to put it back because you've, you've killed us? Well, no, not, you? no promises. This is Replicator. And with it, it's with a K, not a C. K. So you have to say Replicator. You probably play as Kate. <laughs> Replicator. Replicator. No, Replicator. You've got to be a robot. Replicator. 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 You're very silly. It's a top-down shooter with roguelite elements and it's set in an abandoned space science complex. You fight against hordes of crazed robots and ectoplasmic monsters. It's like a bullet hell game, essentially. Yeah, the graphics aren't too bad, actually. They're not too bad. In one of the scenes, it looks like you're playing as Rocket from Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Good old Rocket and Replicator. Hey, it's Replicator. a game, sorry. <laughs> What's that, sorry? <laughs> it's a Rattalaki game. Yeah, uh, so quick, so easy like completion. A, yeah, yeah, easy to complete. Okay. Is that, that it? That's it. We are out of games for this week. Are we week. done? My word, are we done? <sighs> I thought that idea Xbox thing finished. Oh, my word. If this isn't finished, when it starts up again next year, my word, we're going to be here for six days. I, I, I feel like we need to make a, we'll make a decision <laughs> on this, in this um, segment of the podcast at some point. Uh, what, split it out into its own podcast? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> and not publish it. <laughs> Just stop recording at some point. <laughs> Just ignore it. Nothing. Yep. It doesn't happen. Yeah. No, that's me, and I can't take your part of your podcast off you. Ah, oh, feel free to take my part of the podcast. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I really don't mind. <laughs> oh, these voice buttons are too good. And yes. on that note, we should get out I'm of here. I'm so because, glad I showed you. I know. We've been here for now almost. Oh, my word. Almost two and a half hours, Lee. This is nonsense. Oh, two hours to 11 minutes. Well, in front of people. Oh. Oh, true. We did sat down at eight o'clock. Yes, Five we sat down eight. and yeah, played with true. buttons for the first 45 minutes of our <laughs> of our podcast before we decided to actually record anything, which was lots of fun. So I think that's us for this week. Let's go and eat banana yep. bread. Yes. Yes, I agree. Sign up for the news by, newsletter. Sign Do up it. for the newsletter on the website. Follow the podcast wherever you can. Remember, please rate the show. Please share the show. Please tell your friends. Please follow us on Kick because we do live stream. And please follow us on YouTube because that's where our videos live. Thank you guys for listening. We have been the Xbox cast. And I'm sure you know where to find Lee by now. So we're not going to do the socials. Nope. Also, if you're looking for the socials, actually, while we're here quickly, if you go onto the website, we have an about page that actually tells you about the podcast. You can click links there to take you to our socials. That's amazing. It's like we thought about this, guys. I'm quite impressed with ourselves. That's so clever. You're so cool, Carl. (laughs) On that piece of sarcasm, let's get out of here, Mr. Lee. So thank you guys for listening. We've been the Xbox cast, and we'll see you all on Xbox Live. Goodbye and good night.